Hello everyone and welcome to LGA, that is Lit Gaming Arena. For those of you who do not know, I'm Marcus, I am co-hosting this evening. You're not a co-host today, or you're not a guest today? I, special guest star, uh, Express. And now Marcus. you're not just the main host, you went from main host to guest host to now co-host. Actually, I'm just a We're fan just of the podcast. That's the highest position. It's kind of like a Reggie thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, to my right is Justin the Knobs. It's me. He's in space. It's, it sucks. And special guest astronaut co-host, Frost. Boop. 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 Let's get to it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 21 of the LGA podcast. And first things first, we're going to get this out of the way. We got social media. Go follow all of it Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all Lit Gaming Arena. You can search for it. You can find us. You can Google us. Just, just Google it. Just type, type in Lit Gaming Arena. You can find like 9,000 places our podcast is posted. <laughs> That's like most of our SEO is this podcast. That's where, where everything is. All the, all the good stuff. And also, I wanted to give another quick shout out to the Gaming Podcast Alliance. You can go to gamingpodcastalliance.com and you can find some of the cool guys playing, doing some podcasts. And one of them pointed out to me that they do have a female co-host, co-host sometimes, uh, which is pre- the Precisely Podcast. So there's, 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 <laughs> there's, hey girl, hey, there's, there's a tokenism. But, uh, yeah, so we're not all guys, you guys. Actually, Got I am it. a guy. <laughs> I just, I know you've I've, been, I know we're going on the nine years of marriage and everything, but I just wanted to let you know now. I've, I've, I've heard guys with higher pitched voices than you. <laughs> Did you know so. the term guy comes from Guy Fox? <laughs> it really does. That's a fact. <laughs> what the fuck? What? That is a 100% fact. That's crazy. Is that, did you learn that on the, the... No, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. You gotta pay for that promotion, other podcast. You know who you are. But comes from Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Guy comes from. So it came from Flavortown then. Yeah. Sweet. Straight out of Flavortown. A man I'm from Flavortown. Love, I fucking love Flavortown. It's the best place in the world. I'm sorry, so that was just the social media part of the segment. Yeah. Um <laughs> that was the BS part of the segment. But yeah, any but seriously, go check out. The Gaming Podcast Alliance, we're part of it. We've got a bunch of other cool guys doing cool podcasts. His original name was Guy to Flavortown. <laughs> Check out Which our means social media. Guy from Flavortown. Uh, so you can find us at flavortown.com. <laughs> and uh, when you tweet at us, make sure you use the hashtag, uh, hashtag lit Flavortown Arena. Um, and we will be reviewing all things food today. No. Uh, anyway, um, I do believe that we have some new games and some free games that are coming up. So I will hand over to Frost. Well, there's like one new game 
so I guess I'll just scoot that on out there. <laughs> it comes out on June 4th. It is Warhammer Chaos Bane. I, I really squinted that one with my one peeper. And uh, that is like the <laughs> one tri trillionth Warhammer game coming out this year. Well, that's because their license is free. Was, uh, that makes sense. It's on PlayStation 4 in case any of you want to know. And our free games, which is the best segment every month, but it's really not. But it, you, whatever. Xbox Gold, EA Sports, NHL on uh, 19. That comes out on June 1st. And it's all the way to the 30th. Yay, another NHL. Go, go get it. Yay. <laughs> and then Rivals of Aether on June 16th to July 15th. Get it. Portals still alive June 1st to the 15th on the Xbox One and the Xbox 360. For those of you living in the past. Earth Defense Force 2017, which is gone not to be mistaken by this date, is June 16th to the 30th, 2019, for Xbox One and Xbox 360. Again, for those people who are actually still living in 2017, so you can have that. Have fun. My kiss from, from me to you. Free games. <laughs> Would you like me to go on? Shall I serenade you with something else? So who here has played video games? Oh my god, I did. You talk about some video games? No, because that's not what we talk about anymore. Haven't you heard that this podcast is no longer a video game okay, podcast? Okay, Flavor Town. Um, it's it's uh, it's. What's just, the best fast food you ate this week? Oh, no, is, really, nobody. Is that fast food supposed to taste good? I thought it was just something you did to punish yourself. <laughs> it makes you feel good. <laughs> It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel great. Mm -mm. It makes me feel like I want to fight a gorilla. I was craving pizza, but I did not get satisfying pizza, so no, I didn't really. Yeah, I don't know what it, I, I don't know what it was about that Domino's this time, but it was not the best. Was it Domino's? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't good. Sorry, Domino's. Do better next time. Seriously, though, what video game did you play? I played. <laughs> My mouth got dry. This I didn't play any though. The, the um, suspense. Well, first, I wanted to, I wanted to mention there's another game that I played the other week that I forgot to mention, which is like Zookeeper Tycoon or Zoo Tycoon, something like that. It was on it's on Xbox Game Pass, and I downloaded it because I like tycoon games. Um, I don't recommend this one. I think you just like playing God. I do. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I think you got some problems. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's not it's not great. It's I mean, like you get you pick exhibits and they're all the same size, and you just populate them with whatever animal, and you just create. And it's basically just like you plop down an exhibit and you drag a path from one exhibit to the next exhibit. There's not really any creativity with it that much. I I don't know. I I didn't even get past the tutorial levels. I was falling asleep while playing it during the tutorial so didn't even get into the proper game that's how boring it was <laughs> maybe that's something to be said about the tutorial but i did not see much potential past that so i didn't really continue it um other than that i got back into warzone 2100 which i discovered is now an open source project uh before pumpkinhead studios went under they made Warzone 2100 open source. Um, so it still has an active community releasing the game to this day, um, keeping it up to date with um, modern operating systems. So, I mean, it works perfectly on Windows 10. 
uh, even all the way up to 1080p resolution, which is kind of insane because the, the um, user, user interface does not really scale with it that well. Uh, so everything is really tiny and hard to read if you have it at a bigger resolution. So you almost have to um, play it at a lower resolution. Um, but, I mean, I've, I've talked about Warzone 2100 before. It's just an RTS game where you can customize your tanks. You research different technology and you can customize it from the tracks. You can do tracks and um, or tires or hover, uh, depending on how far up the tech tree you go. It has, like, the craziest tech tree I've ever seen of any um, RTS game, um, with the only exception maybe being like Supreme Commander games. Um, yeah, just having a having a good time with that. Playing some old RTS games. Um, the pathfinding is even worse than I remember, <laughs> and maybe that's just because I've had some better games with better pathfinding. Pathfinding got really good. Yeah, pathfinding got really good. I mean. That being said, when you select a whole army and just say go here, that works perfectly fine. But if you have to move a single unit through your army from like the front to the back, it just gets stuck. Like your army refuses to like make a hole for anything to get through. Yeah, that sounds like old RTS. Yeah. To me. And I haven't searched around to see if there's any mods that fix that because I know like there was a pretty big modding scene for it. And there's still mods being made for it this to this day too. So I mean the, the solution for older games was always they would just have pass through. Yeah. They wouldn't and, collide into one another. Yeah, and that is not the case with this. <laughs> <laughs> um they just run into each other and then they're stuck. Um not a good time. So, but yeah, uh, and then I got into Void Bastards, which it just started, uh, it just, uh, came out on what, Wednesday or Thursday on Game Pass? Um, yeah. This game is fucking hard. Oh my god, but it's so much fun watching you. Just watching me die over and over again. But you don't die that often. So, oh yeah, I want to talk about this one as if I had played it because every time I sit on the couch and you're playing it, it distracts me from everything that I'm doing and I just sit there and watch you. It's so mesmerizing and so much fun. It's a really, really great like spectator game. I really too. I really like the art style. I like how it's like a comic book. Yeah, it looks exactly like comic yeah, and it's set, And like the sound effects look like comic stuff and yeah. I just I like that you can like if a monster gets close to you it says step 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 and then it that like it's so much I'm sorry it's so much yeah, fun. No, well the step step to... step is actually like if you're if you're behind the door that's to tell you that's like kind of your warning of what's on the other side of that door. No, yeah, I know I get that, but like the way it kind of pops up and stuff is exactly how it would be in a comic book. Yeah. See, I know I've mentioned this game before, but they they announced the remaster of a game called 13, like just X I I I. Yeah. Um anyway, that game's a lot like this visually. It's very it's cel shaded, it's very comic book looking, but it has the like Tap tap tap, like yeah, like sound effects coming out of people and all that stuff. Which hover hover, <laughs> yeah. But I do like that this has a panel around the screen, like to kind of frame your gameplay. Yes, like it is a comic book panel. You're just actively playing a comic book, and and all the I love all the different um, like cutscenes. How it's very, it's like each you're going through a comic book frame by frame, um, and then after you die, like after like the first or second time. Because it, it does like a comic book motion where like you you it shows you dying. Um, I, I guess I should probably before I go into that I should probably mention I I call this a rogue 
legacy like as far as genre. Um, I mean, I think the proper term is rogue light. Rogue light. Yes. Is that what people are calling it? Well, I'm calling it rogue legacy like because there's rogue like <laughs> and then there's rogue light. Yeah, because I know it's like got yeah light elements of yeah because rogue rogue like implies that you have to start the game over all the way from the beginning. Um, like rogue <laughs> uh exactly but so but the reason i call this a rogue legacy like is that you when you die you get resurrected in some weird way where mo- elements of what you were continue forward and in this case it's not any traits that your character has like in rogue legacy it's more like your inventory like your items that you've collected and like the technology that you've um kind of built you can your your next character gets and the next characters they have the uh their quirks yes the <laughs> quirks and some are very good and some are very terrible um the other day i had one his bad quirk was um or his his quirks went hand in hand his good quirk was that he automatically picks up nearby items his but his bad quirk was that he yelled every time he picked up an item <laughs> it's just so like, yeah every time he picked something i was like ah <laughs> just every and I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, "Please it's, shut up! You're gonna drop people." Yeah, here. and there's like it's other ones like, where you you just randomly cough while you're walking around, like yeah, just I had dumb, a guy that did that. Sh- dumb shit like that. I like I like it because that part of it really makes me think it's almost like a board game, like that superhero board game that we play, or or it's a card game. I guess super fight. Yeah, it's almost like that yeah. where you like you, you know you, you get, get this character thing, and then you get one thing. bad thing, so it kind of pulls into that and makes it. I don't know. I don't really see stuff happening like that a lot on video games i've been enjoying this one immensely so your characters in this game like basically you just have like a robot that just attaches to your back and that's basically the the method the vehicle that is used to change characters so like when you die the robot thing flies back to what is called the void arc and then they pull you're the next guy out of a file cabinet and you're basically a powder that they dump into a spaceship and re and reconstitute you with water. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing. And then the, ba- then the robot attaches to that, that body and then you're out again on the mission. And, uh, the overworld reminds me very much of like an FTL. Like this is, to it, me it's like, FT- it was very much inspired by FTL. Yeah. It's like FTL, but instead of like fighting the ships, you are actually just, um, going inside the ship and you're playing um, like a first person shooter and it's, it feels very much like Doom. Yeah, I was going to say, and the characters I mentioned last very time much like that Doom. it was like Doom like the or characters, old Wolfenstein. Yes, the characters aren't in 3D at all. They're all 2D characters and they have like, I would say maybe, like they, they face in increments of maybe eighths. So yeah, they're, they're facing think, directly yeah, towards you. And yeah, so it's like you have... Um, and you don't have the iron sights, so you can't yes, like aim that down sights. Screws me up so much because that's like a modern a direction, a modern mechanic that's in every game that I'm so used to. And now the left trigger is replaced with it by it's a sprint button now. I know I texted you and I we forgot to mention this last week, and I really wanted to, but I just forgot about it. But it also. As it reminds me of Doom, it also reminds me of Checks Quest. Yes. Which yes. was a game that came in a box of checks way back in the day. Which was like a good game. It was surprisingly good. And there and was just, a Checks Quest 2, but yeah. you had to pay for that. Um, but Checks Quest is coming back in a like back. 3D 
way called I think Chex Quest HD anyway. I don't know. I kinda wanna I wanna go back to I want the I want Chex Quest but like this though. I think they well, yeah, that would be cool, but I, I do think they made you can go download the original Chex Quest now for free really? from their website. But yeah, this I mean I'm having a good time with this game despite the fact that I am terrible at it, which is just basically just my player quirk. It's just I'm bad at video games. <laughs> um I don't know. I I'm finding a hard. It's 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 hard keeping ammo, and I've listened to other people talk about the game and how how hard late game is. Like, and they're talking about like earlier in the game, it's a little bit easier. Like, you're just picking up all this ammo, and I'm like, I never have enough ammo for anything. I I always enter a ship with with more, or I always leave a ship with less ammo than I enter <laughs> the ship with. Um, Usually it's like a ton of fuel and food that I end up with, and then, I mean... You can if you hover over the locations, you can see what's on there. I know, but it's just like, I, I never have enough to, like... I think you gotta just pick your battles more carefully. I, maybe, but, like, I always end up either running out of food or fuel when I'm trying to, like, skip over... Like, basically, at this point, I've been skipping anything with a screw, um, which is a bad guy that is basically like a dude in like riot gear and then he just sees you and he starts floating and he just starts he's he has that shitload of health and he just starts shooting spikes everywhere that bounce off the walls is that the same guy who because your first character dies automatically like you get murdered is that one of the things that just murders you as you're trying to leave i can't in that very first mission because you're you start with no ammo <laughs> i can't remember like, if that's what that thing, was or if it thing, was and then you just die like right away oh i, I think it was a raider like a oh, pirate okay. raider or something. i just know whatever it is it's like you can't really fight it because you have no ammo or anything yeah but there was one they did there was part of a tutorial that they i don't remember if it was in the very first ship or like the second one where they did introduce you to a screw but he was like behind he was in a locked room yeah and he was just you would see you and he just turns into like this spike ball and just starts shooting spikes everywhere and you just kind of walk around since he's locked in the room i think that room did have an entrance that you could crawl through yeah you could get in there and crawl underneath if you had a death wish i snuck in there and grabbed some stuff (laughs) uh yeah, I avoid those things because they're always like terrible to fight and I can like I use all my ammo trying to kill it. I mean, at least where I was, they uh they they say right away like that's a screw. You're not going to want to fight it unless you want to die, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's what so. I'm talking about. Like so and I I seriously, I can't get unless I have like maybe if I have there there are some like elements of like things that can distract enemies and you can deploy those and that sometimes works, but it, when you go to when you go onto a ship, you can choose your loadout, and you have kind of three slots. And one is your main weapon slot, and one is kind of like your equipment, like um, somewhat like it's like a, either your grenade or there's one that's like a spike that can poison a, an enemy, and it doesn't alert them to your position. So you can kind of if you open up a door and they don't see you, you can hit them with the spike, and then you can close the door and just wait for them to die via poison. And then there's another one that's like equipment, which is like the distracting element or something like that. Um, Please talk about the kitty cat bot. Well, I don't want to give too much of the game away. But the kitty cat bot's the best. No, I'm not talking about the kitty cat bot. I'm deleting this. Um, (laughs) I don't want to give the whole game away. Um, Are you enjoying this game? or? I I mean, I've played it. That's all he's been playing. I've played it like three... I've played it every day since I downloaded it. <laughs> basically, right, I, just, 
I wasn't sure if you're gonna stick with this one or not because I know some of the games you've like fallen off of. But I don't know how long I'll stick with it because like I'm really stuck right now. I can't get like you're trying to build. I mean, you're, this whole game you're trying to just find and scrap, find scrap stuff and build things. Um, so like the first thing is you have to build, you have to find equipment to forge yourself like a citizen ID or something like that. Uh, and then after that you have to build a computer and so you're just trying to find all these parts and it just feels like the parts that you need are always really far away on the map and it's like I never get to that point unless I just happen to find like well, I gotta make the game long <laughs> that like I I have to um like I never get that far via just regular travel it, it's the, it's always like I um hit like a portal or something like, I'll just happen to come across a portal, and then be like, oh, I'll take that, and that, like, shoots you to the other end of the screen, so you're, like, closer to where you need to be. Um, that's the only case in which I've gotten the equipment I needed to progress in the game. So you've been getting a little bit of luck. Yeah, that's basically it. And, like, stuff like that's kind of my, like, there's so much that's out, completely out of your control, which is, like, why I've never, I've never beaten FTL. I don't know if you know this, but Justin's actually not good at video games. I, as I've stated several times in this podcast, I'm a terrible video game player. <laughs> so, and as you mentioned the quirks that I always like games that have those, though I do wish, which it doesn't sound like this game does, but I, I do like games where you develop quirks over time by like maybe doing things with your character. Uh, I always find that more interesting. Uh, a game that did that, which was kind of detrimental at times was darkest dungeon like when you're in the dungeons you can develop quirks for some of your characters which can inevitably fuck you really hard (laughs) yeah i kind of wish that there was stuff like that a little bit i almost wish that there was some sort of way you could expand on um like rogue legacy where like after you die you can maybe choose to keep some sort some form of a quirk that you've had that you liked previously or something because I mean, I had a couple. Sometimes really the good negatives ones. were positives in Rogue Legacy. Yeah, there's a really weird one that was a negative in here that it's called overly formal, and it's just that he calls everybody by their last name. Yeah, it, it, I don't it'd understand, be like Mister like so and so. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get why that that was a weird one. But like, there have been really good ones that I've had that it's like really bummed out that I didn't. Like, one of them was, like, I could exit a ship out of any airlock instead of just the one I came in. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, There's another really good one that was... um, I did like the automatically picking up items despite the fact that he screamed every time he did. <laughs> that was so dumb. Um, Shoot, there's one, there's one that I got today that was pretty good that I was bummed out about. Oh, you could see, like, um, he was able to see um, automated turrets and cameras on the minimap. So you knew, like, most of the time you go through a door and there's, like, a turret that just pops out and starts shooting at you. Um, You're able to know where those were with this guy. That was a really good one. See, another game that had traits is Massive Chalice, which I mentioned last time. Yeah. But I like the reason you had negative traits was because of the inbreeding. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty good. Could really exacerbate some of those negative traits. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know if I... I don't think I have much else to say about it. I don't I don't know if I'm going to get to the end of this game because I'm stuck pretty bad. All right. Did you play anything else? Nope, that's it. That's all I played. All right, Frost, what did you play? 
I played Rhyme. That was on the Xbox Gold. And it's just a little fun, simple, sweet, kind of brainless, kind of yeah, <laughs> platformer. Is it a platformer? I thought that's, it was like a more of an action adventure, like Zelda-like, but that's what it said. I'm pretty sure it said it was a platformer because it was like huh. in that it was like in that section. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely Breath of the Wild, but not as um, there's not as much to do in it, not as interactive, I guess. There's very little to do actually. Um, I don't know what it is about me and collecting these games where it's about these mysterious children that scream at things, but it's just like Vane, where my kid, like he just walks up to something and the action button is him like screaming at a statue, and then like the statue gets scared and flies away, and then that's like the game. <laughs> it's like you follow this, uh, you're following a, a, a spirit, but yeah. I mean, some of that could be uh, inspiration from games like Ico. Yeah, yeah, which is fun and then the, the other one too that was like Ico but with the, with the last guardian where he had to like call the, your little pet bird yeah. dog thing yeah Falcor <laughs> I, uh, I guess it's Falcor it's better looking than Falcor I don't know that thing is so cute I really liked I really liked playing Trudeau. that game and I liked him how he would get really mad and he'd like tap his feet and he ah! <laughs> it's it's definitely like that too like it's the same kind of sound like they're like they really they really tap into the fact that it's a child it's innocent his and like if you're not interacting with the statue he actually like sings if you press the button so it's kind of i don't know i think it's cute the character design is um it's exactly like zelda like the textures and the way he looks and how his clothes look on him and kind of the graphics it looks a lot like zelda breath of the wild specifically yeah because it it's got kind of a cell shaded look to it yeah cell shading's back with a vengeance. This was like Void Bastards is cell shaded. I'm pretty sure, looks cell shaded I mean, at the very least. It has to be. I mean, it's very much comic book. So, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to play some more of it. It's really relaxing. I don't. I like games like that where it's just kind of you're exploring and you, there's little puzzles to figure out, and then you know it's just kind of go along your way and observe the background and listen to the music. So. It's right up my alley. I like how I keep finding games that are usually right for me. Marcus. Marcus, tell me what you did this week. I, uh... You look, you look like I, you're about to... You look I, like you're about to go to the electric chair. Yes. I'm on death row. Um, this is actually penance. So doing this cast is penance for me. I... <laughs> this um, is his weekly check-in with this um, uh, parole... Wow. Yeah, I. Uh, this is my debt to society. <laughs> this, is, this is the only thing that you can offer society is just your your wealth of video game knowledge. No, I also checked out Void Bastards. I didn't play it nearly as long as Justin did. I only played like two or three characters worth, which is not a lot. And yeah, I mean, considering like I'm on day like 130 something, like every every. Uh, Jump counts as a day, and every time you die counts as a day. But another game I've been seeing a lot of buzz about is Outer Wilds, which is also on Game Pass. Yeah, I gotta try that one out, Came too. Came out around the same time as Void Bash, probably on the same day, um, 28th, I think, of May. Anyway, um, so I got in that, I got in my spaceship, you're, you're like, on an alien planet, it's very much like No Man's Sky, in a way, except I didn't really fix a spaceship, I just... You have to go talk to this guy, get launch codes. I get in my ship. I blast off into space. Um, I went 
I was flying after a planet. I went to land on a planet, but I didn't really understand the landing mechanism. So I just like full on crashed into this planet. <laughs> like, nice. and it wasn't really normal crashing. Like, it's like I hit it and bounced off it and my <laughs> ship just was blown into pieces and I was just adrift in space. <laughs> Uh, I'm so imagining like of... such a cartoonic thing where it just goes boink. And, and I wasn't dead since I had a spacesuit on. I had like oxygen and like fuel in my jets. But so I you're just really like, well, know... shit. Yeah, I was just like floating around. I didn't really know what to do. So, so I... it's just gravity. Yeah, it was, a... <laughs> it was a lot like gravity. I could like see things and like kind of put a marker on it so I knew how far I was and I could like jet towards it. But I didn't. I didn't know if I could do anything. You have enough power because so you're in a you, your suit. You became George Clooney in his little in his little in his little <laughs> chair. <laughs> or it'll be like uh, that episode of Futurama. And anyway, I've been hearing a lot of good things about this, but uh, at least I, I I just don't think I was in the mood for like learning a whole new game at the time. So I after I exploded my ship, I didn't like start over. I just exited and <laughs> well, this game sucks. <laughs> I, I I was just kind of like you know I I was at a point in my day on Friday where I was like after work and I was kind of burned out from work and I just was like I don't even want to read the text. I don't want to learn what all these people are saying. You know I just really I needed like a Dynasty Warriors type game where I could <laughs> whack stuff. But anyway, in, instead I. Uh, I dove back into Cuphead on Xbox, which I had started before, as I mentioned, and got to World Two. But uh, I I finished that up uh, this morning, so which is Saturday morning. What an accomplishment! I'm yeah, happy so for I, you. I played through Cuphead twice and hundred percent of it twice. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I got uh, a double. I got the well the achievement for getting an A rank on. Well, you you have to get it on all the bosses in said world, uh, but I got it for the last world, which is only really two bosses. That's Dice Man and the Devil. But I was I was pretty proud of that because those guys are kind of mean. <laughs> um, though I did Dice Man in about five tries, maybe. Um, and the Devil took me a lot more. It took me about maybe ten. He was harder this go around. Um, I guarantee it would take me a lot more. Oh, I'm sure, but the. <laughs> Not not because you're bad at games, but I mean this was my second time through, so I did them a lot quicker this time. The uh, robot guy that gave me problems, this like junk robot thing that gave me problems in my first playthrough on Switch, I like did them in two turns, literally. Very but nice. The uh, I I thought I would struggle more on the mermaid. Uh, I guess she's a mermaid. She kind of becomes a Medusa thing. So on PC, you're going to be going for the no deaths run? There's no way. I, I, I didn't I didn't check my deaths at the end of this uh, yet, but I, I think I'm probably like, I, I may be less than 100. Wow. I may be slightly less than 100 or slightly over 100, but I got to be around there, which really isn't that bad because I, I didn't die too much. So, uh, like the uh, the dragon uh, got me a few more times this time than he did my initial play, but but Xbox like the especially with the joystick it's like overly sensitive. Like I noticed like, it'll it'll tick a direction when it's like slightly like it, you don't have to move it all the way up to tick a direction. Oh really? Like it'll it'll I mean and this applies to everything menus and everything like not even for just Cuphead I don't think. But it'll, like, you don't have to click it all the way in a direction to, for it to move in a direction, which can kind of sometimes be bad, depending. Yeah, I guess if we're not used to that, that can be an issue. 
I mean, so I, I don't know. Being being on a TV though uh, made it. I think it made some bosses easier and some bosses harder because I could actually like see more. But I think in some ways that made other things harder to to dodge. Hmm. I did also mess more this time around with the different uh, different finger guns, I guess. <laughs> the different <laughs> the different weapons. Um, because I figured some bosses might be easier with some of those. Uh, the other time I just always did the one that, like, it shoots forward a bit and then swings behind you. Um, anyway, that, that one seems to be the best, like, all-around one. Uh, so, even though I always kept that one as my secondary, never as my primary, and I should have had it as my primary... But uh, in in my first go on the switch, I mostly use the uh, I mostly use this uh, multi shot one that shoots like kind of a big spread. It's a very short distance spread of bullets. Uh, but I I find that that one's not actually that good because the damage is really low on it. You don't want that spread. You want that direct fire. It the other one's not a direct shot because as I mentioned, it goes forward and then whizzes behind you and it kind of moves up. So it kind of always moves in like an arc. Huh. Or it'll, yeah, and it, it's... I like that. There is, I mean, like the base gun that shoots directly forward, but it since it moves in such a line that you don't get a good spread, so you're going to miss a lot. Um, but one of the ones that I figured was pretty decent, like, which my first go around, I didn't use it at all, but is the charge shot uh, because it... it it does a lot of damage, but you have to charge it up and then shoot it with it, and that can obviously be detrimental because you can shoot it without charging it up, but it doesn't uh, do, like, almost any damage. I'm literally the worst with those type of weapons. Like you I have play to, a lot I like of those kind of weapons. Gotta, I play so much Mega Man. It's you gotta like charge up nature. and shoot and then release at the right time. There's one, of, there's one of those in Void Bastards, and I hate using it because I always miss that's kind of my default like there was one there's one in halo that's like that and that's what was my favorite one the the pirate boss was exceptionally easy with that weapon and then the uh b i figured uh the the b boss gave me a little bit more trouble this go around so in which more or less it, it took me i think five tries which really isn't a lot but but I noticed they have a their final phase, they kind of become this airplane thing that like flies at the bottom of the screen. So they're yeah. a pain in the ass to shoot because the screen's constantly like panning upward. So you have to keep jumping up on all these tiles uh, and they're, uh, they shoot like projectiles and then they do like these sweeps across the screen. But there's a, there's a shot that's called the lobber and it just kind of, as it suggests, it lobs kind of a bullet in kind of an arc and then it goes down. Yeah. But it, it does bounce if there's like a platform below you, but I just switched to that and it made that boss incredibly easy because I was like, I can just like stand on a platform and just shoot and it does pretty good damage. Now that's a lot of damage. So, <laughs> so switching weapons was pretty good. Anyway, for people who don't know a lot about this game, because I don't think I even mentioned it before, uh... The the story is exactly as the song in the opening suggests. Cuphead and his pal mug man, they like to roll the dice. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, they gamble. They they end up winning a bunch of money, and then they make a bet to, to like, essentially a double-or-nothing type bet, and they lose their soul to Satan, and they have to hunt down other people who have made deals with Satan. Huh. And, I had no idea what that. I did. I did not know the plotline of that. Yeah. Hmm. So you get all their contracts by defeating them, and you're returning them to Satan. But obviously, you're supposed to beat Satan, and then you 
uh, you free everybody. I, or you can sell out. I'm, I'm giving away spoilers for this game because the story really doesn't matter. It's, it's all very about typical, the, you're just shooting things. Yeah, it's so... The story is the thing that goes by the wayside with this game. Mostly, the, the whole point of this game is to be like, look, I'm playing a rubber animation game video game. I mean, and boss fights. Yeah. It's like a lot of really good boss fights. There are, each world, aside from the final world, Inkwell Hell, um, has like running gun levels, which are, I actually find those harder than the bosses. <laughs> really like that that's probably just a me thing where i'm like <laughs> yeah these levels pr- that probably aren't supposed to be that hard but i'm like these are way harder than the actual boss fights well i know you're all about those boss fights I and mean, there's that one game it was like a couple Get years ago <laughs> there's that there's that one game that was like a free game on playstation plus like a couple years ago um where it's the whole the only point of the game like it, you like wake up and you're like in like these circles of hell or something like you're you're a prisoner and you try to escape and every next level is just a boss. It's, what it's just, what game is this? I don't know. What I it, need to know this game so I can play it. You've already played it. I already played. Yeah, it. Yeah, you like you're like oh yeah I beat this and then like you started playing my game. I'm like it's, oh are you talking Fury? Yeah, that's it. Okay, it's just, it's you're not all, really in hell. But well, yeah, I can't remember what it is. You're it, you're like it was in, my hell. Okay, I couldn't even <laughs> beat the first fucking boss and you here you are. The whole game is fucking boss fights. That game's amazing. It's it, all boss it's fights. It's got, like, one of the best soundtracks ever. Which doesn't matter to me, because I couldn't but play it. But it's, like, it. your type of soundtrack. I know, but I can't... I don't get Just to enjoy to the, the soundtrack. I, I, I don't get to enjoy the soundtrack, because I can't get past the first fucking boss. That game's, like... Are you like, the type of person that doesn't like to listen to the music outside of playing it? I mean, I, no, I'll... It enhances it. <laughs> no, I I listened to a lot of soundtracks without playing the game, but I meant the point was like, I there was no way I could have known that the soundtrack was amazing without somebody telling me mm. because I didn't progress past the first fucking boss. But yeah, Fury, you're like a uh, pr- prisoner who has kind of, you don't know why you're there, at least anymore, which is... Yeah, it's like you wake up typical, out of like consciousness Typical or game, you got amnesia <laughs> type story. Yeah, but you're it really that game both stylistically and story wise kind of reminds me of Afro Samurai where it's like a story of Afro Samurai is essentially he's the number two, but he wants to be the number one. (laughs) Um, And this isn't exactly that. This is like you're trapped. You're in this prison. Yeah, it's like a prison. You're essentially killing all these like prison guards to get out. Like you defeated the last guy. Well, now you have to fight me. Like it it basically reminds me of like a shonen anime. It it really is. (laughs) It's specifically the JoJo meme. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, the character has this like flowing hair that really reminds me of like Afro Samurai's Afro that like when it blows in the wind. Oh yeah. Anyway, he's oh, like, did I play anything it, else? Did play anything else? So I mentioned obviously Outer Wilds and Void yep. Bastards and Cuphead. Cuphead. Um, I did also play more of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm still trying to <laughs> still I'm, trying to get th- that plat. Well, I already have the plat. Well, I thought there's like another one for the DLC. No, there's no platinum for the DLC. Oh, okay. There's more trophies, but I don't know how any of that shit works because I don't play PlayStation games. Oh, thanks a lot. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, don't worry, I do. There, there's a lot of DLC episodes that are just free. The Tales of Greece, as they're called. And I'm kind of working through those before I start the Atlantis DLC. So, but I did this one where it's got these brothers and they, they task you, like, you're trying to figure out stuff that happened with their dad and 
their dad their dad's dead and they're having like a funeral and you have to do all these things for them but uh at least the best part i i play my uh alexios as a big man whore so i love it so i ended up sleeping with uh brother a anyway and then later i could sleep with brother b so i slept with both of them (laughs) (laughs) and then later like at the end of this they were like which one of us do you choose like (laughs) and i i was like neither of you (laughs) Oh my god, Alexios is just like, dab out. Like, I essentially was like, I like you both as friends. I was like, oh my god, so terrible. Stop. Alexios is the best when he's like the big dumb slut. That's my favorite part of that game. And I didn't even play it with Alexios. Yeah, I I bang everybody regardless of gender. (laughs) He's like that Spider-Man meme where you just hand on the shoulder. Hey. I just... (laughs) I feel I'm missing out on content if I don't, but e- even that aside, I just want, I wanted to play Alexios as a giant man horror because I think that's what he would be. Yeah, 100%. Yep. That's exactly what he would be. They didn't know about us. Cassandra, He's on the just, other hand. I didn't, I didn't do Cassandra, even though I know she's, I mean, everybody, uh, it actually kind of angers me that I've noticed a lot of articles lately have just, they specifically only ever mention Cassandra and they ignore the fact that Alexios even exists so they'll always be like the main character of Odyssey like Cassandra this and that and I know people are championing that like well she's the canon like protagonist but I'm like that doesn't excuse the fact that the other options still exist yeah like you can't they both exist but I played I've been kind of just chugging along on that otherwise I was reading a book so uh anyway so wow, you're any, reading a book? That's so revolutionary. <laughs> any other games, or is it time for a break? It's time for a break. Time for a break. We'll be we'll be back. Ham. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that mead that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Okay, and we are back, and right now we have Esports Corner Sewer Edition. Yeah! 
Oh, tell us about them esports. All right, sewer alligator. Oh my, am I gonna be in the tunnel the entire time? <laughs> Wait, let me get my flashlight. Uh, it's kind of dark down here. Uh, so are you done? No, I guess. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're this. I this said is- it's the sewer edition. We're in the sewer. I can't. There's nothing we can do about this. I mean, um, esports. I mean, it's still a little bit underground, but it's coming up. So LGA hosted its first ever one of a kind tournament this weekend on Friday. And this really wasn't our first. This was like our fourth, but we haven't been able to do uh, a tournament in in in, in a later late last months. But we finally got back onto that. It was Overwatch tournament. Our team did win, but they did not win the prize because that wouldn't be fair. So it went to second place winners, which was the Weebs Sport Overwatch. So congratulations to you guys. You won. You played hard. Uh, and it's been decided now that people who are going to participate in this will probably do it once a month. So keep an eye out on Battlefy or join our Discord and check in on that. Um <clears throat> So what we're going to do then, instead of giving the $60 prize to, you're all laughing at me and I don't like it because I'm the only one talking and you're making me talk like this. I don't have control (laughs) over talking like this and you're fucking laughing at me. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the situation. You're the one that created the situation. (laughs) I know and I love it. (laughs) So what we've done... It's not. Keep going. We we have to find our way out of the sewer eventually. What is this like that that game that Markiplier can never beat? Oh God, yes. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called though. Uh, so what we've decided to do in the future with the prize pool is that it will always be free to enter, and the prize will be sixty dollars. And if you cannot beat our home team, LGA Pura, then that $60 goes to a bigger pool and the pool keeps getting bigger until somebody can beat our team. And all again, it's going to be free to play. So what do you got to lose? Right. And if you beat us, then you can potentially get like a huge pool because this is our fourth time being undefeated. (laughs) I'm proud of my guys. Good job. (laughs) Good job. It was really fun. I got to host it. Um, Erebos and Poison are where the main casters, and they also did hosting, like actual professional esports hosting. Whereas I was just like the glorified cheerleader, I think. So <laughs> I look forward to me just being pointless the next time. Additionally, what else happened in esports? Oh wait, guys! I think I I see an exit out of the sewer. Um, you should probably climb out. I'm not done pooping. Oh, wait. I got one more since you made me talk down here in the first place. I may as well just finish the segment off. (laughs) So I'll stand in the light and shout up to you the rest of it. So what ended up happening, too, is that the, the winners and the participants were able to sign up to win free games from Steam. And that went on all night on Friday. So there's another incentive to check out our Discord and check out our eSports so far, we just do Overwatch, but we're open to other games if anybody wants to pull together a team and work with us on that. So let us know. All right, let's get out. Let's get out of the sewer.
That was the dumbest thing you made me fucking do. <laughs> it's going to be great. No. It's going to be great. No. It's going to be the best. So, additionally, since I'm not done with LGA news, because there's uh, 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 LGA news too, not just Esports Corner. Can I go into LGA news? Yeah. Uh, so it's Pride Month, and we're gonna do something fun, like maybe give away some games or and uh, make some fun articles. Check out our website. I don't know if you if you if you like if you if you like that sort of thing. See what we've got. That's actually really stupid. <laughs> LGA news, and a little bit more seriously. Um, yesterday during the tournament, our family business here in town where we live was uh plowed into by a truck and demolished our yeah, nail truck salon month. <laughs> it uh <laughs> that's terrible it um it pinned my aunt underneath the truck and rubble and the building collapsed onto my aunt and my mom it sent them to the hospital um so their whole the whole building list has been destroyed and being self-employed they can't really apply for un- unemployment nor do they get like uh wages covered by insurance so what we did from for LGA then is we started a GoFundMe for the situation so you can check out our GoFundMe by going onto our website or by going to our Discord, or just email us for it if you're interested in helping support like a real life situation, we would appreciate it. That's kind of the big LGA news that happened. Alternatively, uh, of- <laughs> go buy a truck. No, <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding. Go support this, please. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of dumbasses up here that drive without insurance and suspended licenses, and it's like a revoked license. I hate stuff like that because it's like. So great now, like I'm fucked because you don't have insurance, you and you have a suspended and yeah. or revoked license. So what am I gonna do? Like I can, oh, I'll get a lawyer and yeah, sue and you and get you nothing have, out yeah, of that. Like you're, not, you, you're worth nothing. You then know. You just declare bankruptcy and like present I, company if, excluded, right? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. He's like, oh, well, I guess I'm fucked because I can't do. Like I'm not gonna like hiring a lawyer. Just gonna waste the money because you're not gonna get anything out of this asshole. So. Well, you know, what speaking of lawyer. I got someone for jury duty. Hey, me too. You want to go together? <laughs> oh my God, make it like a bro well, date. Don't you have to like fill out a form and then they just like, then they pull you in whenever there's something actually going on. Isn't that how it works? I don't, this is the second time I've been selected, but the first time I was selected, the case got thrown out. So I thought it worked, worked as in like you get selected for like, as like, you have to. They're like you're in the pool for when we actually need somebody. And I thought well, you that's get how it the worked. you. They pull from the voter registration. That's how they get. I haven't read my thing yet. I, I opened it and I saw the first few letters. I'm like, I'll save this for later, and then I didn't get it. Again. Yeah, I haven't read through mine or filled anything out yet. But anyway, go on about lawyers and. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Fuck this guy. He's an asshole. Driving with. Like at first the story was like, oh, it was like a p- possible medical issue, but yeah, the medical issue is that he's he's a drunk asshole. Ah, alcoholism. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, just drove like this is like a fear of mine, like minding my own business and having a fucking truck just plow through the wall. Like and now it's like and now it happened to someone that's like family. So it's like that fear is like exemplified for me right now. 
maybe don't go as far as my dad did, but uh, he put like he was. Well, I think he was going to. You know, I don't think he ever got around to it, but he was going to put a giant concrete like block in front of his house so people would hit that because <laughs> there was a lot of wrecks on this corner by his old house. I, I saw someone complaining about that recently too. Is somewhere here where. Um, there were always wrecks in front of their house, people like ending up in their lawn. And this most recent time, they just straight up just knocked their tree over. See, he was and afraid now, of that, so he's going to put this concrete. Yeah, so like, now that's block. what people were, were were suggesting: like bury like a big concrete like pole or a couple of them in your yard, and then like reinforced with steel. <laughs> yeah, now, he was going to reinforce. Well, I, like I can't remember if he did it or not, but it was going to have rebar in it. Yeah, I mean, luckily for me, with my house, like we're um, we have a basement foundation, so like if a car plows through my, tries if a, if a car comes this far up my lawn, they're not gonna get through my wall because like we're good, uh, like four or five feet up from ground level. So yeah, like the pic. There's a picture of what happened on the GoFundMe if you want to see. Like the the truck is physically all the way inside the fucking building, and just to put it in perspective on how fast this guy had to be going, he plowed through the next door tattoo parlor into my mom's shop, and it was like concrete walls reinforced yeah. with iron. Well, and and to make matters even better, and now now because of this, it turns out that they discovered this building is has uh, asbestos. This building is full, uh, uh, filled to the wazoo with asbestos, and the whole thing has to be leveled now. And it's like it's like a little open mall. Yeah, so, so like they can't just. It's now gonna put like t- four different businesses. They're gonna have to get out too. Yeah, so it's it's not even one of those things where they can just repair the business. Now it's like now they have to like now the owner of the building has to demolish the building. Mm-hmm. And like my mom and my aunt can't even go in there to get their stuff out. Because it's like condemned, they can't go in there. The only worst wreck I've seen is our Walmart. There was a car that plowed through it. But the amazing thing, I don't know how fast the car was going, but it like ramped up off the ground because it was like a few feet off the ground through the wall. Oh my God. Oh, I think I remember that. That yeah, was, I was like, weird. I was like, did it just launch from hitting the curb or like? Was that on the Was that on the west end? Yeah. Oh, see, something like that happened up here in the Heights too. It's always up here in the Heights on Main Street that this shit happens because our subway off of the off the Heights got ran into. Uh, like, well, it was probably about seven years ago now, but still, like, it's always just it's always just Main Street. It's a dangerous street to be on. Anyway, go support this GoFundMe. Yeah. Help them out because who knows how long it'll be until insurance decides they want to actually pay anything out. And they're already starting to fuck people over. (laughs) Insurance sucks. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time to roll into the breaks. The break. No, we only did one segment. We're we're doing. We got roll. I don't have my echo, so I'm going back into the sewer for future headlines. A sewer edition. Back down. (laughs) I'm back down here in the sewer. Um, so Get down, there where you belong. Yeah. Uh, my time machine deposited me down here today, um, and I found this headline. Uh, e, uh, uh, E3 is canceled, you guys. So it's not so distant future? No, not so distant future. This could be next year. I hate um, that we have to shout down to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, why don't you come down here with me, Marcus? All right. I'm climbing down. All right. Down uh, here, so uh, I just jumped down. 
<laughs> um, so, um, yeah, the weird thing about these, like, headlines I find, the date's always blurred off, so I never know, like, actually when it happens. All I know is that it has to be somewhere in the future and or parallel. Um, but we, uh, yeah, it says E3 is officially canceled. They, the ESA decided to pack it in. Um, that it has no place in uh, the modern market anymore, so they're just they're closing up shop, throwing in the towel. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, and the weird thing is that it'll still exist in some weird form. It's just that everybody's doing their own thing around the same time now. Um, so ironically, E3, which used to just be like a weekend, is now actually a month long event. Um. Where journalists have to just stay in L.A. for a whole month um, to go see everything. <laughs> see, if you went further into the future, you might have found out that E3 is beamed directly into your brain. Uh, yeah, that is uh, another potential future. Um, uh, and that's basically part of uh, Nintendo's tech. Uh, with the Nintendo, they started with the Nintendo Direct. Uh, and it continued. They, they basically took over. They were the first ones to do this. Um, and eventually, everybody else followed suit. And they licensed Nintendo's technology, which they were very reluctant to do. Because Nintendo's not known for licensing anything. So, it finally is directly to you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm getting out of the sewer. Yeah, let's get out. Ah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear if anyone hates that <laughs> this episode. I hope they hate you. <laughs> I think I drank some of the sewer water. It reminds me of... Uh, Let's have a party. That Justin Roiling character. Hey, I'm Bathtub Jim. <laughs> I'm in the bathtub, you guys. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the character was. I'm Bathtub Willie. It reminds me of the Mike Myers uh, sketch on Saturday Night Live where he's like in the bathtub and he has his drawings and he's like, today you got <laughs> The whole movie takes place in a bathtub. Yeah, I got, I got a question. Uh, what do you guys know about bathtubs? Nothing. We know nothing about bathtubs. Well, I'm in one. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Okay, well, now it is time for top three headlines. Uh, so, coming in at number three today, um, Twitch is in, the, uh, or no, Artifact is in the news. Uh, you thought it was irrelevant at this point. Turns out it's pretty popular on Twitch right now. Maybe not right now at this moment, but it was this week. Um, so a lot of people were just straight up just streaming porn with the, the artifact tech. That's artifact. It's artifact. It's just porn now. Just go to twitch.tv, search artifact. You'll find what you're looking for. Uh, no, they, Twitch has cracked down on that now, but they've tightened the security. Hashtag whoops. That's a big oof. Feels uh, bad, man. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so yeah, they, um, yeah, they've since tightened the security on that. They may have also... Tighten the the grip on their content ID stuff. Uh, I don't know how they. I don't know how you detect that stuff. But I mean, I don't pretend to know anything about anything when it comes to algorithms and 
detection and machine learning, but I mean, that's basically what all that stuff is. So yeah, I don't, I don't know how this started. Do you know that at all? Like, do you, have you heard how I have this, no idea. like this it just, was, I just saw the, article it just became mayhem. And uh, I think as soon as like, yeah, there were like 10,000 people watching. <laughs> it's like any kind of practical joke. Like it just, you just come to school one day and every, every there's chickens everywhere. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like uh, a while ago, there's, there's on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Justice Porn. And it's just the whole, the whole thing of it is just when someone just gets served for doing something really shitty and it's just, it's, it's the best. Like you get that justice. good feeling. Um, so that's the, that's the orgasm yes. for justice porn. Yes. Um, but at one point, someday, someone's someone made a post. Hey guys, the mods are asleep. Just po- post just ice porn, and it was literally people just posting pictures of ice. I joined in the fun, and they banned me. Aww. Yeah, I got banned from that subreddit. You got banned just for posting ice. Yes, and everybody that <laughs> they did that got banned from the subreddit for posting. And like years later, like I messaged the mods. I'm like, hey, it's been like years at this point. Can I be unbanned, please? Because like that was just a dumb joke. Then you guys tell me what it is. No, no response. So fuck justice porn. Those douchebags on I had Reddit. No, I had no idea you got banned from that. You never told me that story. Because I wasn't that butthurt about it. I just, well, it's just oh, another... Oh, so this wasn't like a like a Facebook dent in no, your life. No, because <laughs> my only crime is loving Facebook too much. Okay? <laughs> yeah, because you were getting dangerously close to loving it more than Zuck. <laughs> you could have overthrown him. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. He's my enemy. We already talked about this. Um, anyway, yeah. So I don't know. You know just... nothing, Mark Zuckerberg. You're like you're like the the not the village idiot, but you're like the village barbarian that throws a goat at the castle. <laughs> yes, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't that I wasn't that upset over getting banned on justice porn. I was like, it's a bunch of douchebags. It's just another nail in the coffin for how much I don't like Reddit anymore. It's just another nail in the coffin for how all social media sucks. Yes. <laughs> social media. But anyway. <clears throat> anyway, that's about it for that story. So we're going to move on to our next headline, which is, of course, Super Mario Maker 2. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. And we've just found out that you will you will not be able to play online with your friends. Yeah, it's just going to be all randoms. Yeah. Is how it's um, set up so currently. You can play locally. Locally, yeah. Um, which still sucks because, I mean, most, at least anybody who's in their, like, 20s or up probably has a lot of friends that are have moved away or yeah. gone, and, gone to other country, places. Cross country, cross country, other countries. Yeah, I just Nintendo. Come on, get your shit together. When I it comes hope to online this stuff. gets like a day one patch that fixes this. Or I don't I understand guess, I why they would even make that decision in the first place. That doesn't make sense. Because nothing Nintendo does make sense when it comes to online shit. I mean, I know they have already. They responded to this, which really was just confirming that that is the case. I have a bad feeling that they're just gonna stick to their guns. No, that's the way we designed the game. Sorry, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, fans are pretty upset. Yeah, um, especially I, considering I like there's supposed to be more games that use the online stuff, and now that you have to pay for it, it's like, 
why you why do we have this game what why am i paying to pay only play with random people on Mar- super mario maker i don't think people are upset enough that it will impact sales in the slightest of that game but i mean i'm pretty bummed out because I, I imagine most people that were going to buy this game are. Because when I found out there was like co-op play of any kind, I messaged both of my friends that live in different states and was like, oh, cool, we can play levels together. Yeah. And uh, I guess we can't really. So Not unless you by chance end up hit in the, the same random. Room. Yeah, that's not good odds. Because I would have loved just bouncing from like level to level to level, you know, in the in the world thing that it does where you you go through kind of like a, a map of and it does random levels yeah. it has that for the co-op play isn't there like a <clears throat> isn't there like a land spoofer land spoofer well because so mean, what do you mean so what's a spoofer <laughs> so <laughs> kind of in current day and some a little bit a while ago there was like there's games that you could play on, like you know how like um, the original Xbox was, where it was only it was land only. They didn't really have the Xbox Live for a while. Oh, and where people were doing that thing where they were on a land, but then they would connect to this device, and it would um, you could basically create a virtual land, but over. I wouldn't doubt there's a way to do that. Because, I feel like there's I mean, a way to do it in reverse. People to, have already cracked like. Almost any game that's put on Switch, people are able to open those games up. I'm sure you've even seen like Breath of the Wild mods and everything. Yeah. Like, the, so I'm. Yeah, I just saw like. I'm pretty sure there's like some way dungeon. to do that, but I don't know. I I honestly think this will end up as a day one patch. I don't fix it. Hope so. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that a lot of people were excited about for there's, this game. There's been a lot of outrage, so. I mean, but I mean, when isn't there outrage when it comes to video games? I mean, especially Nintendo products. They always seem to make... It's always like there's tons of really good decisions, and then there's like... Just one bad one. Like, one straight out of left field, like, nonsensical decision. Like... You can only play this game with your left hand. Yeah, (laughs) it'll always be like, look how cool this is. And then it's like, oh yeah, we didn't tell you this one element that's actually very crucial about this thing. And that being, once again... Yeah. you, You show all this cool, like, you play with, like... It's essentially like they market it like, play with your friends, yeah. but not really. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo Labo VR. There's no strap. You have to hold it to your face. <laughs> like, seriously. There's always one thing. Uh, what, what What are some other ones? I can't... I don't know. It's always just... just Nintendo has weird things that... it, And like I said, it's it's always like never enough to deter people from buying products, but it is something where it, you you're over there like come on what are you doing yeah um <clears throat> anyway i don't is there anything else to say on the subject or can we move on to our not really one? i just thought it was an important thing to mention that happened this week there there yeah, is other news one. that i i would say is arguably more important but i i but voted this, is, this about, is a top headline well, well yeah this is this is i mean not necessarily the best like news topics but just top headlines is the the most most eye catching popping headlines, um, but anyway, we will move on to number one. Former rock star designer says former top top executive groped him. So this uh, former rock star designer Colin Bunshu claims that Geronimo Barrera is that really his name? Geronimo? Yes. Wow, <laughs> that is a crazy name to name anybody. Who would do Indeed. that? Indeed. Who would? 
No wonder he was groping people. His name is fucking Geronimo. And I, I don't know, sans this groping incident, I don't know if you know much or anything about this guy. I don't, really. He was the guy they appointed as the, like, get-it-done guy. Oh, he's... Uh... He has kind of an arcane way of, like, yelling at people. There is There has been now people coming forward saying he, like, physically assaulted them. You know, like, rattled people or just even yelling at people enough to, like get things done no wonder there's a lot of people that are saying no we we love doing the overtime guys it's fine we we like the overtime we'll we we don't need to see our families and we'll just play make this game i've heard in there i'm sure we'll see a lot more stories coming forward but i've been hearing from several stories that uh it sounds like rockstar their company culture in some way is almost like frat house behavior, especially with the like upper management that they, I mean, it probably goes into detail in that article about how Geronimo, as well as several other higher up employees will make lewd comments about like workers in the building. Honestly, I'm not surprised about that. I'm also would not be surprised if that was the case for many video game development studios. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean, it, Stands to reason that uh, most the games industry is still very like male dominated. So it stands to reason with some of that comes a lot of misogyny. I do think there definitely yeah. has been a lot of push is like pushes and efforts made to go forward and make it a more friendly, safe environment for all people, being more all inclusive. But it's, I mean, we're a far cry from being there. Yeah. Um, so one of the details in this article is saying that even like shortly after he was hired, um, Barrera groped him, asked him to sit on his lap, rubbed his inner thigh area. Um, they're from, they're, the allegations are that this, this hap started happening in 2014. Um, and this is the first time that anybody has said anything about this. Um, so I guess after uh, in the days after the incident allegedly happened, he filed a report to HR and told at least four other people people uh, HR did an invas- investigation, which involves speaking to Barrera and others present and following a dispute whether Barrera had denied the accusation or told Rockstar he didn't remember. The company ultimately found that his account was to be unsubstantiated. So kind of back in there, Mr. Screamo guy there. Yeah, it just sounds mostly like... It was sour enough that this guy, like, after he quit Rockstar, he just left the video game industry altogether. I mean, this is the first case, at least I know, with Geronimo, that it sounds like there was groping involved, obviously, or yeah, sexual like misconduct. A lot of screaming. Is yeah, it seems like otherwise it was just a lot of intimidation tactics, and once again... Vi- yelling at people enough that they were too scared to say or do anything and they would feel very mentally like just overwhelmed but i i would say a lot of these big game companies like something like a rockstar or you know anything that has that much wealth that is kind of more old world i would say that it's similar to the movie industry that the movie industry is very misogynistic and has kind of this frat house like behavior not like i'm excusing it but that's just the way i see it is kind of an old money some people are also some people are also um calling it like a 
a cult like mentality. Um, oh yeah, which I yeah. mean, that's employees are ex- frat houses are kind of like cults. Oh yeah, uh, employees were expected to attend social events regularly. Those who left Rockstar, Rockstar were shunned. Uh, mentality encapsulated by Rockstar's policy, confirmed by the company to Kotaku last year, that anyone who leaves before a game is shipped will not be in the game's credits. Uh, we've I think we've mentioned that one before in an earlier podcast. Um, and then the one name emerging as a driving force behind the culture, Geronimo Barrera, vice president of product development and one of the most powerful people at Rockstar, although he's not currently with them. He left in 2018. This is a long-ass article. It would be a long article. <laughs> uh, Bunchu said that his manager had warned him to watch what he said, that Barrera could be temperamental, a reputation that Bunchu says he witnessed in his very first conversation with Barrera. Um, then the quote here says, he introduced himself to me by asking, have you played through the current build of the game? I said, yeah, I actually played through the whole thing earlier. He said, that's good because I've had to fire people for not doing that before. Yikes. Another employee isn't sharing that he was abrasive or volatile as a description for him. He was, uh, another one saying that he got, he was at a party and Brad drunkly, drunkenly tackled a designer into a bush. Uh, one former Rockstar employee said they were friendly with Burroughs, still described the executive's behavior as outrageous. Some people said that he could be care- care- <clears throat> Some people say that he could be charismatic and gregarious. He helped solve production issues at the San Diego office. When people complained that they had to pay for sodas, for example, he declared that they'd now be free. But if you caught him at the wrong time, you never knew what might happen. He's he was a loose cannon. Those were the words I was going to use to describe him as loose cannon, yeah. but I guess somebody else already <laughs> into the punch. Uh, a sixth person who uh, who worked with Barrera, uh, um, no, no. another person said, you don't want to be on his bad side. He could make or break you at the company. The dude was pretty, the dude was petty and had personal vendettas against people all the time. Made work super uncomfortable. Say or do one wrong thing in front of him and you could get fired on the spot. Super inappropriate around people in general, discussing and encouraging things like sex and drugs a lot. So yeah, it's uh, this guy sounds like a real piece of work, or like you were going to say a loose cannon. But um, I don't know, it's not gropey McGropingstein. Don't I mean? Obviously, it's it's all allegedly because I mean you can't really comment on stuff that has happened until there's like more or less proof, but. Like you said, this is the only guy that has come forward and made I've, comments about this. I've heard more people are coming forward. Are they though, now? So, but I don't. As far as I know, once again, it's it sounds like most of the people with stories about this guy were just afraid of him because once again, the he had power to kind of like fire people on like a whim and all this stuff. So just really bad intimidation tactics to get work done, which is once again not a good situation. Like, that's a very oppressive work environment to be in. Yeah, and he kind of gives, like, a long account of the groping incident here. Um, this is, like, several paragraphs long. <laughs> it's a lot to read, so... Well, I don't want to go too in detail. Yeah. I think we've already covered this enough. Don't uh, think I, I don't anybody wanna... who's interested can just look up more on this. It's yeah, there's a going to be out there and there's going to be more to come, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a pretty pretty significant article about this on Kotaku um written by uh Jason Schreier himself. So usually he's I I, I enjoy his articles the most. Obviously, he is the kind of head 
of that whole department. So, I mean, he's an actual games journalist. Yeah, he is an actual video games journalist, and he actually listens in to like all these crazy like uh, shareholder meetings and stuff, and uh, seeing how these companies are doing financially, and then reports on it afterwards. And not many people do that. There's, I, I mean, he's like the last of his kind, really. I mean, there's hardly any journalists anymore, and this guy's out here doing the work for video games. <laughs> So, I almost, I almost feel like he's wasting his talents. I don't know. He's doing a lot of other things. I mean, I don't know. He could be doing more things. He's writing books and stuff. I guess that's true. I enjoy his Twitter the most. <laughs> yeah, I'm also following him on Twitter. He's he, uh, got a lot of good input. He does. He's not hold back on Twitter at all. It's pretty, pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, so that's the top three headlines, and we are going to. Take another break, and then we'll come back with the rest of the news. Shout Select, a monthly gaming and pop culture gaming podcast filled with facts, fictions, classic nostalgia, and the bizarre comedy of three longtime friends. Join us as we delve into gaming news, reviews, and our favorite segments, which make up the main feature of each show. Shout Select, podcast equivalent of calling your teacher mum. Find us on Twitter at Shout Select Pod, on our website, www.shoutselect.wordpress.com, on YouTube, search for Shout Select, on Instagram at Shout underscore Select, on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Buzzsprout, or any podcast hosting services. This is Craig from Shout Select bidding you a farewell. Well, there's Dog Meat from the Fallout games. It was a lovable dog that you can store arrows in his butt. Moisturized <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never moisturized the Terminator. That's a big boy. Whoa! <laughs> also chewed me. Also chewed me, daddy. <laughs> Okay, and welcome back to the podcast, and we're going to talk about the news now, the rest of the news, because we already did the news. We got more for you. So up first, we have the Overwatch League Commissioner leaves Blizzard for Epic, surprising nobody, because I mean, Epic is the new place to go if you want to deal in esports. They're the hot spot. It's a hot spot. It's where, it's where all the money is right now. Sponging up all the talent. All the talent, all the games, all the esports, all the Fortnites—that's they got it all. Well, except their storefront, <laughs> missing um, many of features. Well, just go to their public trail and you'll see that it's all coming soon. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah it <laughs> it's the, oh yeah. What was this guy's name anyway? Nate Nanzer announced on Friday night he's leaving one of the most hyped pro esports leagues in the world. The news was first broken by ESPN of all places. That's how big it, that's how big this guy was. They got ESPN reporting on him, which in a weird way legitimizes Fortnite even more <laughs> as much as you hate it. I mean, I just don't care about Fortnite at all. <laughs> it can be as legitimate as it wants. I just don't care. I mean, I don't really care about esports. That's we're esports company. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh anyway, I mean, I, I could go on and on about why I think esports is problematic, but I won't get into that. Problematic. <laughs> you said one of those keywords. I had to use the echo. Um, speaking of problematic, gaming disorder is now a recognized illness, according to the World Health Organization. I mean, 
This is kind of an interesting conundrum because obviously they now declared it an addiction, but it's like, isn't gaming addiction just like any other addiction? I would think so. Because um, I'm like, they games have been using like psychological things to be much addictive. like gambling. Yeah, like it's. I um, mean, especially nowadays with loot boxes and other stuff, it's like or. I mean, you think of phone games that uh, it's just nice to see numbers go up. So they they agreed to adopt the 11th revision of the International Statistical Classifications of Diseases and Related Health Problems, which is also known as the ICD-11. So according to the ICD-11, this is the definition and characterization of gaming disorder. A pattern of persistent or recurring gaming behavior, digital gaming or video gaming, which may be online, i.e. over the internet or offline, manifested by 1. Impaired control over gaming, e.g. onset, frequency, intensity, duration, termination, uh, context. 2. Increasing priority giving to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities. And 3. Continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences, the behavior pattern is of sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. I mean, like, it just sounds like gambling addiction. I mean, just any, any addiction. Yeah, any addiction. Like, I understand why they just couldn't just include this under addiction. I mean, it's it, yes, gaming is addictive it they like everything to some degree is addictive um they they games once again psychologically they do a lot of things that enact feel good responses like gambling does or like i said it's this reward system almost like a pavlovian type feeding you to like doing things that basically inject dopamine into your brain <laughs> But, but I do understand, it, like in my case, I do play a lot of games, obviously, but I would never prioritize games over, like, actual human social interaction. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm here recording this cast, <laughs> um, which yeah. is about games, but that, that becomes a thing. Games in themselves are, in many ways, social. Like, yeah. I know there a lot been- of it's community-driven. I mean, that, I met a lot of my, a lot of my friends I have today are because of like playing video games online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there and there somewhat is are things within that because obviously toxicity in games is a huge problem. Yeah, I mean, do they have like a social media addiction on here yet? Like <laughs> social media disorder? I mean, that's the thing. I don't think we need to just class yeah. all these as disorders. They just They're need all to just be addiction. under addiction. Yeah. Um, apparently this was like something that they've decided in June of 2018, but they've only just, just only just this month or last month, technically did they announce that it will go into effect January 1st in 2022. So it's still a ways out. I'm glad you brought up social media because social media does the same thing of, and is more addicting, I think getting likes, you see them numbers go up, then you feel good. And then you you get post that more. dopamine hit. Yeah, and then you post more, and then I mean, pretty soon it's all you can do. Or like, I think the most severe dopamine hit is like when you tweet at somebody or reply like to somebody like that's like famous or like a celebrity or somebody that has like 
tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or even millions of of uh, followers and they like either like your comment or like they actually respond to you like that's like the biggest dopamine hit of all time see I just don't engage with any of those things like obviously you've seen that I don't really like post anything yeah you're like I'm trolling on you specifically (laughs) you're a social media ghost I like it that way yeah I mean I, I don't I want to leave as little of a footprint as possible. I don't want anybody spying on me, which that seems counterproductive that I'm on a podcast, but <laughs> but whatever. Well, I mean, in the end, it's all going to be negligible anyway, because I mean, you have a phone. I know. But <laughs> it's I know. I, I know the principle. I'm of it. mitigating as much as possible, and I don't. I value. Pretty soon, the wood you buy to build your house will come with microchips to spy on you. Yes, but even that aside, it goes to a more personal level because I, I value personal interactions with people. So in many ways, the only way to interact with me and get a genuine interaction is in person because I'm not I'm very aloof even with texting. Yeah, I'd rather just have a face to face conversation. And once again, face to face. I don't even like phone calls. Oh, I hate phone calls. I'll take text over phone calls. Text over phone calls, but face to face over everything else. Yes, for the most part, I, I'm I'm a very I've always been like an internet text type person. Like as soon as I had like unlimited text, I was just like, oh yes, this is it right here. <laughs> I I notice uh, I feel so much of the way I speak is basically a lot of the things I say. You need the the way I say it. <laughs> matters a lot yeah and i know i, I there's it a, doesn't uh, it doesn't a lot of what you say doesn't translate well over text so like whenever like when i when i read some of your texts i have to like imagine hearing you say it and i'm like oh yeah that's like his probably sarcastic voice <laughs> see a lot of the times my other friends read it as if i'm being an asshole and i always think of uh the key and peel sketch yeah that they did where it's like Oh, this guy wants to meet up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, he says he wants to meet up. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, reading I, it all like threatening, and the the it shows the other guy texting, and he's just like, "Nah, man, you want to chill?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I, I mean that sketch is so true. To, yeah, I, I've I've actually I, I wouldn't say gotten arguments, but I've had friends be like. You said this, and they read it back, and I was like, "That's not how I intended." Because I am very, I'm a very sarcastic person. Yeah, and I and also find also very animated when you talk. I also find my text a lot of the times people when they read them, they 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 say I type a lot more sophisticated than I come off in like an actual normal conversation, <laughs> which well, isn't. I wouldn't say I don't carry an air of sophistication about me. It's more I am. I'm more funny in person than I am in a text. I sound more serious in a text. <laughs> I also think that there's there's a element of physicality with the way you speak that obviously you can't translate over text. <laughs> yeah, I mean a lot. Of, I make a lot of weird faces and hand movements and pacing. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. There's a lot of things, and you you just don't get that on a page. Yeah. Which is why everybody is going in the direction of FaceTime, which is my worst enemy. I hate FaceTime. I would rather kill myself than FaceTime. I mean, 
I don't like video calls either. <laughs> I, I, I've been on a video call, and you, you know, you just mentioned that I pace a lot, which is, I, I know it's one of my ticks. It's kind of one of my identifying I pace, characteristics. I pace a lot when I'm talking on the phone. Oh, when I'm on the phone, I, I exclusively like I'm like pace. jumping on my bed. I've, I've been with long distance. How long, did I get to McDonald's? <laughs> It's even worse. On long distance phone calls with people where I'm talking for like a couple hours, I'm pacing the entire time. I, I've walked over like five, six miles, maybe even more than that. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes close, closer to 10 miles on phone calls. Yeah, I can't. I, I just and don't even realize it. It's not until I get off the phone and I'm like, my legs hurt. One time I developed because I wasn't wearing shoes. Yeah. And um, I'm pacing in a basement and the floor is like, obvious. there's carpet, but it's over a concrete floor. Yeah, so it's hard. Yeah. My, I developed some really nasty blisters oh, from God. just walking around, uh, obviously with just socks on. Yeah. I, and see, I, I don't like phone calls. I feel like, um, phone call, like calling somebody for the most part is like, I feel like it's pretty rude. I get, I like it's to me, it's like saying like, Hey, drop whatever you're doing and talk to me right now. Like it, it, I, it is like that a lot. Which and it's is like, why I like texting because it's kind of at their convenience. Yeah. And and then like in addition to that, like when I'm like on my phone, like who, how many people use their phone to talk on the phone? Like really you're you're doing like these phones are they're computers now. I mean, that's what they are. They're computers. They're not phones. They're computers with the ability to voice talk over the airwaves. Um, I and I don't like talking on that. Like, so like I'll be doing something like I'm on Facebook or whatever. I'm editing an image, doing doing whatever I'm doing, and then somebody suddenly someone calls me, and it's like whatever I was doing is now buried underneath this phone call, and it's just like and there'll be times where like I'll be typing, and then the phone call happens, and I like it pops up, and I like hang up the call or accidentally answer the call as I'm typing because it just pops up. Like there's no warning. It just boom. It's right there. It's the worst. And then like, then you go a level further with that. You have somebody calling you over. Like, I mean, I don't have FaceTime is the thing people call, even though like I don't have an iPhone. FaceTime is an iPhone thing, but someone calls video you. Chatting. Yeah. Like somebody calls you with the FaceTime and it's just like, great. Am I somewhere? Um, do I look acceptable to be on FaceTime? It, or is my house clean? Is everything clean around me? Do I look like I'm in a garbage fire? Like, is, like See, just all my these... issue has been since I pace, I've made the other person dizzy. <laughs> They've just been <laughs> like, great. I'm getting dizzy because I just keep seeing like the movement of Usually I'm kind of holding my phone like down below me, but yeah. they're like, I see the movement of the ceiling oh, and you're just walking in kind of a circle. Yeah. See, I just, I can't do it. I don't like, I don't, if someone calls me like with a video chat, I don't answer. I'm like, I'm not talking to you on video. Sorry. I just, I know that was, that's the way things are going. Like everybody likes that. Like now I it's mean, like, there's that portal thing that I think, uh, I don't know who makes the portal, but it is just kind of like a cam. Yeah, um, I just, I don't, I, I'm not a fan. I But I know, like, that's always been, like, I mean, being when I was a kid, like, seeing, like, my Pokemon in the, the Pokemon cartoon, it was just, um, they have, like, video, they had video pay phones in the, in, I was like, wow, that's cool, that's the future, and now that I'm in the future where I can have that in the palm of my hand, I'm like, I don't want it, get it away from me. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to talk on my phone with a video camera. <laughs> There's certain scenarios where it's nice, uh, but for the most part, uh, like, especially, 
I mean, I think of you in this scenario where I'm like, I could just come over. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. real point. But if you live thousands of miles away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see the merits in it. I just, I, God, I just, I'm terrible with it because it's just like now I'm like holding this device in my hand and it's just, I don't. I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I mean, I know a lot of people are now. There's like all the Snapchat and there's the video, all the, all the different type of video chatting people do. And it's just like, I feel like that's the one thing that I just, it's hard for me to act, to, to just sit down and do or accept the fact that that's what it is. I don't know. And I just know it, which I don't know if it's just because I don't have an iPhone or something, but pe- people love FaceTime. Like once again, do, specifically yeah. FaceTime. I don't, I feel like nobody likes video calls, but people love FaceTime. <laughs> I love FaceTime, but I, and again, yeah, it's an Apple thing. Um, because FaceTime came, I mean, there were methods of video chatting on Android first, but FaceTime was like integrated uniquely into. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we just had a microphone on and it was facing outwards towards the window and somebody just drove by and it just like amplified the person driving by and I was like what the fuck is that sound oh that good old cardioid response pattern (laughs) anyway uh so yeah like FaceTime it's uniquely an Apple thing so anybody that does Apple phones iPhones they they use all the stuff that comes with Apple but I mean, with Android, it's a lot different. You either have to, like, have the same app. Not all phones have, like, video chat. Like, not all phones have the ability to um, do video chat natively. Um, I've seen, like, where I'll, I'll go through my contacts list and they're like, there are certain people that I can video call, but not all of them, even though I know some of them have Android phones just because of different versions or different... Uh, um apps that they have they might not have whatever app that's compatible with the video chat so i don't even know what the actual standard is for android it just seems like you have to have like the same app like you both have to have hangouts or something or i think you can also disable video chat to be honest yeah from the setting so yeah um there's also that i mean so there's that or i mean like it just seems like you have to be on using some sort of app i mean whether it's facebook messenger or whatsapp skype something like that it's just another one of those things where it's like when you're on a when you're on a PC and you're trying to chat with people like back in the day, it's like oh, there's MSN Messenger, oh, there's AIM, there's all these other services, and then you just kind of go with the one that most of your friends are on. And when you're on Android, you, it's either it, it's a lot it's a lot harder because there's a lot there's a lot there's, there's a lot of people on Android, but it just seems like it's a lot more um, disjointed than the Apple ecosystem. I mean, and, I don't know. It's I've been on like this big like anti Google thing lately. <laughs> I've just, I am too. I've just been really upset with Google. I I am too. As much as my phone is a Google phone, like I yeah. I mean, I don't ever want to own an iPhone because I don't like the way any of them work. But like, well, I also have a vendetta against <laughs> Apple myself. But, but like, even like Apple, like they're more secure than Android, and they're more privacy oriented. I don't know if like I can. I really... feel that steeped in nefarious motives, to be honest. Yeah. Um... And I say that because currently, obviously, they've been, oh, we're like, we're not selling your data. They the, Safari no longer does cookies. Yeah. And, you know, this and that. But and I say I say it's 
it's drenched in this. It's mired in nefarious motives because we're not selling your data almost becomes we want to be the exclusive ones with access to your data. Yeah, we want to own your I data. View it. Yeah, and I yeah, I just I'm not a huge fan of Apple in general, but I mean like I know like even friends of mine who are in kind of like that industry like they're even they're like i don't feel like i can trust google with my personal data anymore that's how i mean i'm like i would never switch to apple but i'm i wish i could do something that wasn't uh necessarily even android yeah um unfortunately even if you were to go that route then you're like windows phone like yeah like what apps can i use or like how usable is this thing gonna be because you can't there aren't gonna be any there's no developers for whatever it is because no one uses it but i don't know i just i went i even i went on like this rant today earlier about google because it's like i'm just like fuck anything related to like messaging with google i mean like hangouts is like the thing that they had and then they're just like well fuck ever up like google hangouts hasn't been upgraded for like three years like and then they introduced these different things duo and allo but then one of them shut down and and they're both they were both terrible google hangouts was the thing they had and it worked everywhere and they're like yeah we're not going to update it anymore we're not going to upgrade it and like hangouts is like a piece of shit now like didn't they focus on the messenger app yeah they started focusing on the messenger app because they wanted to uh they they gave it rtf support um and because i went from hangouts back to the messenger app because they improved it so much even though it's like but then it's, it's still, always a win some, you lose some. Yeah, because then there's still like you're you're losing the desktop client. You're you're losing the ability to like go from your phone to your PC using the Messenger app. Hey, in some ways that might be good. Not for me. <laughs> I had a bad experience. Um. So then there's. That I don't want to get into here. <laughs> that so there's that. I mean, they made the Messenger app better, but then it's. Then you look at um, the way they've handled they've handled that because then they're like, yeah, we're we're still upgrading Hangouts, but it's just like so far behind. It's so outdated. Like if you, this is one of my biggest gripes. When I send like a picture to somebody, it takes like five times as long to upload and process as like Facebook Messenger or any other messenger. And if I send a picture, which sucks, cause suck. Yeah. And if I if I send a picture to somebody and I put the app in the background while it's sending, it doesn't send. It just stops. And then I open up the app later again, hours later, it still says sending. Anyway, we need to get back on topic. <laughs> what was the original what was what was what we were talking about? I don't know. We're so about everything Google. Get back know. on what it was. No, I'm I'm we're mad. like so off and <laughs> we could talk about that. That could be its own cast. God, that that'll be on the, the full tilt stream. It could 100% be its own cast. I don't know how I closed my news app. Yeah, I don't... How did I get on that? I don't know. Anyway, let's let's just move on to the next article. We'll can that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got... Somehow we went from gaming disorder to Google Hangouts. I mean, we were talking about uh, social media and that, how that's an addiction. Yes. Yeah, yeah so... So I, long I see, story... I, I see the dots, but yeah. Long, yeah. long story short, uh, gaming disorder should just be an addiction. Just categories, categorize it under addiction doesn't need to be its own thing. This is just kind of, I think, I feel like this is just like the clickbait of the World Health Organization. I can agree with that. (laughs) So somebody made a Star Wars X-Wing game inside Dreams. Like the board game X-Wing game? 
or like an X-wing X-wing game. It looks like an X-wing X-wing game. Um, yeah, it's like 3D X-wing. You're pilot. You're legit piloting an X-wing in this. You know game. what? I'm a bit more disappointed because I wish it was like the board game. The board, game, the board game X-wing. That actually would be pretty cool. I feel like there would be some licensing issues. Well, I mean, I mean, no. this whole game is licensing issues. I mean, people people can make what they want. Yeah, that's true. It's not like you're paying like you're you're not people making stuff in dreams aren't getting paid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've heard some people are using it as kind of a concept builder for potentially games that will be made outside of dreams. Interesting. Because you can make art and all kinds of stuff in there. I got to get my hands on this. Like we were talking about earlier, I'm wondering if there was like an early access thing for this because I I really want to try this game out. I hear so many cool things about it. I mean, of course, it's it's made by the same people that made Little Big Planet for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, Media Molecule. Make uh, a a lot of community-driven content creation. It's like Little Big Planet, except you can make anything. Yeah. (laughs) It's like Big Little Big Planet, except it's a game engine simulator. I mean, Little Big Planet got close because you could do like yeah. up games, top down games. You can make all kinds of things in Little Big Planet. Even, and I, uh, I like the interconnectedness because, like, in Little Big Planet, like three, even you could play Little Big Planet one levels. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there like a whole thing where someone just made the whole of Little Big Planet one in one of them? I mean, it's just, uh, you could, as the games went up in number two, three, it was like the following ones could play all the old content. Oh, okay. They I carried see. it all over into the universe. It was like a big thing, even though I don't foresee a Dreams 2 because this sounds like it's a big like toolbox. The end all. The end all be all. It um. sounds very sophisticated. I'm really hyped for this. And not that. I, I do want to more so like I want to sculpt in it. That sounds interesting to me. Yeah. Sculpting things, but that would be it as far as me making stuff because I don't have the time or dedication to actually build a whole thing. <laughs> I don't think, but I just want to play other people's things. Wasn't there a trials game that did a lot of stuff like this too? Like I think so. There's like some, but crazy there's a creation. million trials games, and yeah, I've never played a trials way game. Too many. I they're good. They're good games. I I, I would, hear that. I just I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, I'm. I've never gotten too far into any of them, but they are pretty solid games if you're into that thing. Um, but should probably move on. So Quake Two got a demo re-release for modern graphics hardware. Yeah, it had the uh, what's it called? It had the ray tracing. Yeah, RTX, which it looks pretty dang good. That's I what mean, I hear. Ray tracing I mean, is I've, I've the, heard all that Minecraft with ray tracing is like the best thing ever, but yeah. And there's been like ray tracing in Minecraft with, with like a, the Optifine mod for a long time. It's not true ray tracing, but it is like crazy. It's like you, you would never imagine a game with blocks would ever look that good, but it also like this was, this was a thing even before the ray tracing graphics cards and it it took a lot of graphical power to do this in minecraft but people did it and it looked good it was good stuff yeah i didn't see what quake looked like but i saw the buzz around it yeah there's like a kind of a sliding uh back and forth picture in this article and it looks pretty solid (laughs) it looks pretty dang good so i mean if you if you're interested in that go check it out because 
play some Quake 2 with modern graphics. I think that's pretty neat. I was, I was never big on Quake. I mean, I, admittedly, I didn't have a good enough PC to run Quake when it was the big thing, but I loved Unreal Tournament. It's, yeah, it's, I loved them. I like them both. I mean, I'm just saying it's an interesting thing because they're kind of the same thing. I tried to name one of my first online names Donut because we happened to be playing like a LAN game for Unreal Tournament 2004 and it was it just randomly gave you it gave you random names when you played the game and the game the name it gave me was Donut. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, that's a cool I'll, I'll name myself, but it was obviously it's a it's too common, so it's something that's like taken." So well, especially now that that's like a Red character in Red vs. Blue, yeah. so Yes, exactly. So, not possible. <laughs> um, moving on. It's almost like naming yourself Ninja. Oh, my God. No, I'm just being a troll. Did you, like, did you hear, like, he actually, like, bought all... He he, he had to buy his way into that. Oh, after, he did? Yeah, after he, like, he became... I think he became, like, successful with the name Ninja on, like, Twitch, I believe. But, like, he didn't have that name everywhere else, so he actually had to just I mean, buy it would be, it. like, impossible to. Yeah, so, like, he actually had to buy those off of people. I think of that with him and Shroud. I'm like, they're so generic. I think he had to use inside connections at, in Twitter, too, to get to get Ninja on Twitter. I mean, I think I'm it was sure like he a, paid a pretty penny for it. Because I think it was, like, it was an account... It was it probably been, a Naruto account. It might have been. <laughs> it might have been Twitter. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know one of the ones he he had explained that it was actually like an account. An account had it, but it hadn't been posting for years, so they were able to just give it to him. I guess I don't. More or less, I'm just saying these. Both these names are very unoriginal. Very common names, but I mean, like when you're I, successful, you kind are, of want just simple names, though. I mean, yes, but I mean, they're such edgelordy, simple yeah. names. It's just, it's ununique. It's uninspired. Could you imagine if I got famous with my name with a 69 in it? Yes. <laughs> How terrible that would be. I mean, your name's not very unique or original either. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's mine. Obviously not, because you had to put the 69 after it. No, that's mine. <laughs> it's Nobody else has that. I guess you got to own it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also do take the one without the 69 whenever available. But I take both. Just just putting it out there. It's I've got them both. <laughs> um I'll move on to this. Um player who starts his, who started his own company says if you're playing Eve online, you basically already have an MBA. Yeah, I saw this article. <laughs> who needs video? Who needs who needs college when you have Eve Online? I mean, I kind of disagree with this to some extent. Yeah, but, but at, there's no like professional formal training here. But at the same time, I do think of games like uh, Tropico or Civilizations. That, a lot of management or the, time management. Te- I mean, those games teach you a lot of stuff. And I hear the uh, what are they? Is it Pandora games? For... So this guy, so they say, peel away Eve's layers of space and spreadsheets and you'll see skills applicable to our everyday lives. Managing a supply network, understanding vendor relationships, profit and loss analysis, human resource management. These are all skills a person might find uh, find handy if they're trying to start their own business and becoming a real life CEO. Uh, Plathu, or player Matthew Rickey did just that. 
He says he started playing Eve in 2009 at the age of 20 or 21. After becoming exhausted with the grinding and raiding and other MMOs, he stumbled across an internet meme popular back in the day, the learning curve of uh, RP- MMORPGs. They had this inverted line graph with a bunch of bodies on it. Um, he told uh, Kotaku, describing an image, uh, attempted to depict the intense learning curve of Eve. I thought to myself, Eve can be can't be that hard. And it's I'm sure you've seen that learning curve picture before, right? No. It was like a. I almost want to say it was an XKCD comic where it's just like the, the time spent playing versus gaming skill. And it was it had like um, World of Warcraft, Lord of the Rings Online. And then it says Eve and it's basically the line just goes up and it turns into an upside down cliff and there's just a bunch of dead bodies on it. <laughs> um, see, see, the company yeah. I was thinking of is Paradox Interactive, but they oh, okay. make like Crusader Kings and... oh. I mean, games with, like, really, really in-depth, like, systems on systems on systems, like, and they're just really complex. I mean, similar to Civ. Yeah. Yeah, these games are, I mean, they're cool, but, God, you gotta have time. (laughs) And You do learn a lot of stuff doing them. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'll be the first person to say that I love EVE Online. I've just don't have the time to play that type of game i mean i because i got into eve online and i played it for a few months and i really liked it I, it was a really cool experience and learning the game was really fun but i got a couple months in and i started like seeing like how long it takes for you to upgrade stuff and how much money it takes to that you'd have to earn in order to advance to a higher level and like I just saw like the huge time investment and I'm just like I don't have that type of time so I just didn't I just yeah I gotta cancel this I'm done <laughs> Offworld Trading Company is another game that has good systems I've been, and I've been can, to play that. you can learn a lot about subprime loans <laughs> and bonds and trading and all that crap <laughs> there, there are times when I mention certain things to uh, usually people I work with that are older or like bosses in a way, and they will be impressed that I know certain things, but little do they know that I learned it from a video game <laughs> and something like that with Offworld Trading Company. <laughs> So he goes on here to say, despite his desires, leadership ability wasn't all it was cracked up to be. I was around 21 at the time. My corporation was bigger than the rest of our allies. I got a big head and decided we would run off and do our own thing. Him and several other players broke away from his former alliance and forged a new one, gathering other corporations to his banner. Before his group could become the kind of group that goes down in Legends, Eve happened. (laughs) We were backstabbed. Someone infiltrated our alliance to spy on us and stole everything that wasn't nailed down. That was it for me. He realized that the game was negatively impacting his life. The massive amount of time and effort he was investing in Eve was causing his physical and mental health to deteriorate. Oh, good. He's got gaming addiction. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gaming disorder. No, he's got gaming addiction. I was micromanaging everything. I was stationary in my gaming chair for 12 plus hours a day, six days a week. I was deteriorating and not growing as a person in my real life and had begun to sink into depression. He decided decided something had to change, so I quit the first time. He stepped away from the game for several years, quit his job as a financial advisor, um, started uh, working with his dad as an account manager, entry-level account manager. Um, then he got into Eve again. 
Uh, his wife was not thrilled with the idea of him returning to Eve, as you could imagine. Um, he says he felt like he was somebody inside Eve. But then, uh, so then he started a new corporation and got like it and went big time. Yeah, 250 members at its peak. And no, I don't know. I don't know. This is another long ass article. I'm not reading all this shit. But yeah, he's, uh, this long story short, Eve Online's an intense game. Teaches you a lot of shit, wastes a lot of time. It's a fun ass game if you have the time for it. Maybe fun. I don't know. I don't know anything about this game, to be honest. It's, yeah, it's. I just, it sounds, I just see you, articles. You, it's always and I'm in like, the news. That sounds like a thing. Yep, that's, that's an Eve Online thing. Yeah, it's, it's point and click space game. You don't pilot in the first person at all. It's all math, um, so it's all probability of shots and your accuracy um, and how you manage all that. So it's, it's very, very intense. And this all the spreadsheet stuff comes into play when you're developing stuff, uh, building ships or products or items to sell, um, supply chains and whatnot. It's, yeah, it's crazy ass game i simultaneously don't recommend it but also recommend it uh konami reveals full contra anniversary lineup so the contra anniversary collection will include the nes version of contra the sega genesis game contra hard corpse and most other 8 and 16-bit games in the classic run and gun series including the japanese and european version of the game of the games I've only played one Contra game. You've only played one Contra game? Which one was that? Whatever one was on Super Nintendo. Was it Super Contra? Is that a game? There is a Super Contra. That's, that was the one I played. There's an arcade. That's the one I played. Super Contra. So there is Contra. Whatever one was on SNES. So they have Contra Arcade, Super Contra Arcade, Contra NES, Super C NES, um, Operation C, Game Boy, Contra 3, The Alien Wars, SNES, Con- okay, it was Contra 3 then. That one. Uh, Contra Hardcore, Sega Genesis. And then Contra Famicom slash NES Japan, uh, Probotector, Mega Drive slash Genesis Europe, and Super, Pro- Super Probotector Alien Rebels, SNES Europe. Yeah, these were always... Contra was like a game we never owned, but we knew someone that we knew owned it. And when I say we, I mean me and my brother and... <laughs> We would play it sometimes when we were at their place. Unfortunately, they lived in, like, another city, so... So you never got to play it. Basically. <laughs> they had a lot of weird games. We, we played all their weird, like, Olympic games that were impossible to play. And Paperboy. They owned Paperboy. We never... Me and my brother never owned Paperboy, but we'd always be like, yeah, we're gonna play Paperboy when we're there. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about Death Stranding. That you have not watched this eight-minute trailer. Nope. Not yet. Which is good, because uh, you would say the same thing if you what had watched it. What is this game it. about? You'd, you'd say that if you had watched it, and if you hadn't watched it. It's a pile of money. It's not a pile of money. This is actually a real bona fide game. It yeah, looks I know. really good. I just like the that joke. faces look amazing. So There's some seriously good acting and mocap done on this. It's... Uh, at one point, they did show combat and everything. It showed... I've, I still don't quite understand what's going on. But it showed Norman Reedus' character uh, running with, like, a briefcase, and then he stops and, like, beats the crap out of these guys with this briefcase. Yeah. He had this cool ladder that looked like the little giant, and I say that meaning he, like, pops a ladder out and it just extends, (laughs) and it, like, it was real cool looking. 
This has a lot of cool looking stuff. Yeah, so I mean, I there's this thing that I a tweet that I sent you earlier, and I'll read this out loud because I thought it was pretty hilarious. Um, Hideo Kojima uh, shipped Metal Gear Solid Five, Metal Gear Solid Online, got fired slash stripped of his legacy, started a Silent Hill game and had it canceled, then started a new studio, made a full game, and will ship it in the same amount of time it took Square to release two trailers from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which is sad, but more or less, well. Which I'm sad also, Frost is gone because Frost uh, had made comments before about Death Stranding, how that game's like not coming out and has been in development forever. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's almost like it's been in development for three and a half years, a totally reasonable amount of time to make a AAA game. Um, but in any case, I digress. But I am kind of... People have been saying this game's been in development forever, which isn't really true. It's I been feel in, like they just... They're only saying that because he hasn't had a game come out in forever. It's just because of circumstances. Yeah, but even on and top of that, it it doesn't help that they showed Death Stranding so early because the very yeah. first trailer, which he had said, Hideo Kojima had said when they showed that trailer that that was all they had. They had yeah. they they had nothing. They just were like, here's a animated thing that we made. They had no gameplay probably didn't even have a story fully in mind basically just a concept yeah it was just like we just shot a cool trailer with these actors basically we have these actors on board for a project so here's a thing so get hype yeah and and, i mean that was the very initial thing so i I think some of people thinking death strandy's been in development for so long it's just because they showed it way too early and also i think people lose sight of how long it takes for a triple a dev cycle because they're used to games like call of duty which are on an annual uh release cycle and that's not those games aren't made in a year that technically they take about three years to make there's three companies making call of duty games and they cycle between one another so it three years is about pretty average and i mean on so death stranding coming out november 8th is when it's announced it looks really cool i'm excited yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked about that, especially with it just straight up being a PlayStation 4 game. So It looks the weirdest, and I mean, once yep. again, I hope this shut up a lot of people saying, Hideo, once again, Hideo Kojima's taking too long, this game won't come out on the PS4, and it's like, well, look at that, there it is on yeah. the console it was announced for. So, though I'm quite positive, I mean, I've been saying this about a lot of games, but I'm pretty sure some of these PS4 games will... Well, I mean, we already know the PS5 is backwards compatible, but I'm pretty sure there might be a re-release of some of these games that have, like... Or maybe even kind of the Steam scenario of texture packs or something to make these games run or look better on a PS5. There'll be something. Yeah. It's something to look forward to, that's for sure. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it because it's... I mean, I've been pretty pumped ever since PT, so I mean, obviously this is not going to be that, but it's still a, another project. It looks like the weirdest thing ever, and that's yeah. why I'm excited because it's so... It's different. It's so Hideo Kojima, though. Yeah. Because he's... It's I very, mean, Metal Gear's like the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. It's very anime. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. it, it's even transcendental of that. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know many a times through the years I've tried to explain Metal Gear to people and they look at you like you're a madman. You're <laughs> trying to explain all the different snakes and the cloning. And I mean, that rabbit hole just goes infinitely. But I'm glad this is a new, totally new IP. 
so it's free from the the burden that is kind of the weight of the Metal Gear franchise. Yes, definitely. Brand new Fresh project. start. Yep. I'm excited to have new people into a project. Yes. I hope it's good. It looks good. I have high hopes. I mean, his ex- explanation of what this is still leaves me just as confused because he referenced it as strands coming together and that people are kind of like the strands. And I talked about this a bit off the air with Justin that I know with PT that he had Twitch and streaming in mind yeah with that and he expected people to work together to solve certain puzzles and mysteries about that and I'm sure elements of that will come into play with this game as well I mean it looks super strange so and but once again with the strands and people coming together and this idea of strands coming together to make a whole, I'm sure the streaming element will have something. In addition to that, the way this trailer was shown was through Twitch, like through a stream, and it had a video just on repeat, this loop that was on repeat, and people, lots of viewers just gathering to watch this. So just a lot of weirdness, which is typical of Kojima-type madness. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, let's talk about Playdate. We talked about it last week, that new crazy uh, mechanical console or handheld console with the crank. Um, but there is some controversy now. So this um, this indie showcase named Playdate wrote a blog post because they had an event a few days after the announcement of the Playdate game console. And they wrote a, uh, uh, broad, a bl- they wrote a blog saying basically telling us we can't use the name anymore because it would be a shame if our event got confused with what they are doing after being contacted by Panic co-founder Cable Sasser Sasser in 2018. The event organizers changed his name to Playdate Pop Up in January of this year. Uh, I didn't expect the email as leaving such uh, as much of a choice. Uh, so the Playdate exhibition has been going since 2016. That's when the first one happened. Um, they've been calling themselves. Let's see. Hold on. So these guys, um, they're saying we've been calling ourselves Playdate for years. Uh, an event like Playdate is hardly a threat to Playdate the toy or game slash toy. We are literally a culture that your advertising is supposedly touting, weird, and experimental. You come in, take these ideas, mentalities, philosophies, register it, own it, and bully the people that broke the ground for you. Uh, her post prompted Panic's Sasser to respond on Twitter with a copy of his original email to the event organizers in uh, 2018. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote that Panic had been working on the Playdate hardware since 2014, and that the company had already registered the trademark for the name uh, and said, when our dumb thing launches, I feel there is a really possibility people will start confusing your thing with our thing, and that will be really annoying for your thing, the email read in part. So ideally, I think it'd be best if your Playdate either tweaked its name, i.e. always the Playdate Game Show or something more unique, or otherwise came up with a totally different and unique name. And if we decided that that was a good solution, I would make sure we compensate you in some way for your time and the pain in the ass factor. So that was an email panic um, owner wrote to these guys. Uh, so then he's, 
now they're kind of in damage control since he publicly posted that email and there's kind of been a negative reaction to it. My intention was always to find a way for our play dates to coexist joyfully, he wrote on Twitter. I was worried we would overshadow yours. That sounded entitled. I'm sh- sorry. I thought your idea to add pop-up was great, but we remain fine with you using the name Playdate. Please keep using it. So after backlash, they're backpedaling or backpedaling. <laughs> Um, so that's really all there is to say about that. So public backlash, public backlash has prompted them to backpedal on the whole controversy over them. I mean, I, I don't know. I, how are they supposed to know like these guys? So these guys start their event in 2016, but this uh, panic starts working on the console in 2014. Obviously the console had been started first but how are like these things are under development secretly? How is anyone supposed to know that? You're not. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's what it is. Companies mean companies. Do you want to segue this into this week in lawsuits? Oh yeah, this week we have this week in lawsuits. As soon as I find the article, because I gotta scroll. Okay, Iron Maiden, the band, is suing the video game Iron Maiden. This is stupid. This is it's the not, dumbest thing. And they're suing them for quite a bit. Yeah, that is... Let's see. How much are they... Let me load this up here. Oh, these freaking ads, man. I feel like it's two million. Yep, two million in damages. Well, yeah, you guys are real damaged by a video game with a completely different name than your name. Which is clearly a indie game of some kind. Yeah. And... It, Probably a company that doesn't even have it like any money. Yeah, and probably a game that didn't even make a million, <laughs> to be honest. I mean... $2 million in damages to like a game that you people probably never even heard of. I feel the claims are unfounded. Yeah, um, so their complaints here... Um, fans of the band were... Fans of the band apparently commenting that they were misled into believing that the Iron Maiden game was an Iron Maiden game, clicking on an Iron Maiden online thread thinking that the thread was related to Iron Maiden, reading an article about Iron Maiden video game waiting for an explained connection to Iron Maiden, wandering the whole time while reading an article about the Iron Maiden game, how they, defendant, got the license to use the Iron Maiden name from Iron Maiden, expressing genuine excitement for an Iron Maiden video game and commenting that all that's missing is an Iron Maiden soundtrack and that the Iron Maiden song Can I Play With Madness would fit right in. Those are the band's complaints. I also... There's more than that. Because um, they, they had said the logo of the game. So, obviously, oh, yeah. Iron Maiden sounds the... similar to Iron Maiden, but even though I... Iron, an Iron Maiden's an actual thing. It's a torture yeah. device. So I find that claim a little unfounded. But even that aside, they say the skull in the logo looks too like close to Eddie, who's the mascot for Iron Maiden. And that's ridiculous because it's just a very generic looking skull. It looks it's not like a zombie skull or anything. It doesn't it, it looks nothing like Eddie. Yeah, they're saying that they're claiming that the logo and marketing is an effort to confuse consumers into believing that they are affiliated with Iron Maiden. There's also a character name that they say is kind of lifted, which that one, I mean, 
maybe they it's it seems too loose to say it's a direct reference to a band member from Iron Maiden in my opinion because it's a character with the same last name as one of the band members and the fact that they're claiming that logos look similar like not it's, even close it's not it, it's <laughs> not even not it's not even the same like anything not even the same family of fonts it this is ridiculous like there's a notch in the e in the iron maiden logo there's no notch in the e it, it's the it, dumbest thing it like, sucks because this seems like it's more of a bullying tactic oh yeah they're so, totally so because i'm like 100 certain that this company probably doesn't even have enough money to hire lawyers in any way so i mean this won't even this probably won't even end in like a settlement really they'll probably just change the name of the game and change the name of the character and change the logo i hope there's enough backlash to really stick it to iron man like well maybe that gaming lawyer guy i heard he's not a very good lawyer oh well <laughs> i'm just saying just throwing it out there uh somebody i don't know, i th- this is such a stupid thing and you're right it's definitely bullying for no reason, it's just... Around I, naming conventions that, once again, an like, Iron Maiden's an actual fucking thing. Like, I'm not a fan of Metallica for basically the same thing, so now I'm automatically not a fan of Iron Maiden. Should Iron Maiden get sued for stealing their name from the torture device? Yes. Um, they whoever get sued invented by, the torture device? Get sued by the estate of whoever invented the real Iron Maiden. I don't it's, think they got the rights for that. Because it's like, oh, you named your band after a torture device. How original. Yeah. It's like you're Shroud and Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and even even Ninja, like I said, he bought the rights for his thing. I'm going to name myself The Rax. And it's after, you know, The Rax. Um, <laughs> what's another ancient torture device? I don't know the names of them. You know that one where they just strap a like uh, uh they strap a bucket to your chest with a rat uh, in it and heat it up until it how pours in your insides. Wait, what about the brass cow? How about that? That's a band. That probably already exists, <laughs> but it's a band. <laughs> um fuck, I don't know the other, any other ones, but yeah, that bucket one. That one's fucking brutal. I mean, some of these I never thought they had a name for. It would just be like, this is the ass ripper. (laughs) (laughs) Grab the thing that rips open his anal cavity. (laughs) That's what they would do. (laughs) Grab the thing that makes them go, ah! (laughs) Uh, What was the last torture device that made you go, oh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! <laughs> just, I'm gonna name my game Branding Iron. <laughs> that's yeah. That's about it. That's how dumb this is. Um, they're gonna get sued by Jim Iron, invented, <laughs> Jeremy Irons. He invented the branding iron. Um, with his wife like Brandy, John, like John Potty, who invented the potty. Um, no. <laughs> and who later married uh, Portia White, uh, and, and she invented the portable one, so they called it the porta potty. <laughs> anyway, this is <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. Though I am curious because I I do think Iron Maiden does have a game in the works. I don't know if this states any of that, but I I swear a few bands have had like games being made that obviously they're like they're not making but they've but paid they just, people yeah. to make 
They're just getting their name out there. That I assume are cell phone games, to be honest. Usually anymore. I think Avenged Sevenfold had a game. Really? That either is already out or being made. I I don't know. I haven't heard that. But in any case, I I can't think this is dumb enough. But it is similar to <laughs> Metallica just getting Sue happy. You know what else is dumb? You you want to get married anytime soon? No. <laughs> well, when you do. You can now have an official Pokemon wedding in Japan. Well, that's going to be pretty cool. Except I'm not going to have money to do so. <laughs> I, I There's nothing else I have to say about that, except that's a thing now. You can have official Pokemon weddings in Japan. Sounds like a very so you know the, thing to do. So you know like that really cringy viral video of the Pokemon wedding a while ago? <laughs> well... Now you can have the real deal, and it maybe won't be as cringy. Probably the same amount of cringy. I don't know. Fans are cringy. <laughs> Fans of anything are cringy. You know what's funny? Someone asked me, like, someone asked me the other day, they're, and they're like, what is a, like, define what a fan is, because I can't remember what we were talking about. But something in relation to fans, and I was just like, oh, it was Game of Thrones. <laughs> People were like, define what, like, what is a fan? And I was just like, a fan is somebody that complains about the thing that they sit down and watch every single week. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> gatekeeping and all is like, I'm not for any gatekeeping, but I don't know. There, there are, I, I say, I say this to some extent because I think everybody's a little gatekeepy and I say that be, meaning there are, I have encountered people who say they're a fan of something that they've had no interaction with. Yeah. Like, zero. <laughs> which becomes a little weird to me. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have a whole lot to say about this because this isn't really video game related. But, like, um, I mean, it's obviously recently Game of Thrones happened and a lot of people are upset about the ending. Kind of myself included. I mean, I'd still enjoyed the series as a whole. It was a lot of fun. Ten years. I mean, it. I feel like it definitely got worse than recent seasons. But I think a lot of that is really due to the fact that there was no source material, e.g., the books that are not going to get released before George R. R. Martin dies. He has a short. He has a short expiration date. I think a person like him. Um, so I don't have high hopes about that book being finished, but I, I, I digress. Um, I feel like a lot of people, I, someone actually like made a comment about like people complaining about these more recent seasons and they're like, I'm ignoring the fair weather fans. It's like, I no, the people that like the most recent seasons are the fair weather fans. Like you guys are the ones that were saying that the first four seasons were boring and that's the stuff I liked. It's funny because it sounds like it's gatekeeping on both halves. Yeah, both halves are gatekeeping each other. I mean, honestly, I'll I mean I'll be the first to say I still like the series, but I think that the more the later seasons were written and produced for a different audience than what the first four seasons were. I don't want to get into it, but yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's totally different storytelling, and it's fine. I liked it. It's fine. I just, there's there's fundamental differences to the way those were told, and it just, it slowly delved into more of an area of what's going to produce more shocking TV versus what's going to produce a better story i mean my breakdown i don't really want to talk too much about this but my breakdown was just 
it was it was something that was so different and it was just really good storytelling and all these characters and a, a lot of it was just so a lot much, of plotting and machinations yeah, a and, lot of dialogue like yeah. this is really and really good be, dialogue it descended into just pure like Battles, action, action entertainment yeah. and tv for tv sakes and making and, moments that were just essentially doing things that just felt like we're doing this just because it makes a good scene for tv yes but exactly i don't want to yeah. we're not a game of thrones cast i don't want to <laughs> my my last note is that I, my, I would i the thing i've said about the last season of game of thrones is that it's the michael bay of uh tv show seasons it really is <laughs> But on that note, we'll move on to we'll move on to Indonesia news. KFC is now serving chicken skin in Indonesia. Just fried chicken skin. Just, just, About just time the skin. they pulled the trigger on this. I want to try this. <laughs> well, got to go to Indonesia. I mean, maybe we'll get it. We'll here. get it. But I, the KFC we have here is one I'm never going to step foot into, so I still won't get to try it. Maybe you're braver braver than I am. I am. Okay. Well. <laughs> Let me know. I don't how it eat is. KFC often. I never eat KFC. <laughs> I would eat Popeyes first. They're like the same thing. Yeah, I, it, there's still there's better fried chicken to eat in this town than KFC. Oh, for sure. But but fried chicken skin's pretty good. Skin's the best part. I don't know how they pull this off, but oh, they pull it off the chicken. <laughs> God damn it! You got you got me with that one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I'm done with that article. <laughs> Fucking hate. Oh shit. Hey, guess what's official? <laughs> Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. And to the surprise of nobody. <laughs> it's about time. About time. So yeah. Just I mean they always one, said they would. They just yeah. wanted to make sure enough games were ready when they did it, and it sounds like they're pretty much at that point now yep they're just one step further towards uniting the pc master race with the xbox do you think this might just launch do you think this might just launch during e3 will that be one of their announcements of like game pass is now on pc um that'd be a good thing to do i don't know well it says they'll phil sensor says he'll elaborate more at e3 so I wonder if I elaborate wouldn't be is surprised like, if he's like, like so, and you can do it right now. Yeah, like right at the end. It's like, go s- sign up for... My question is, if you're paying for Xbox Game Pass on Xbox, do you also get it for PC and vice versa? Or is oh, that a I separate bet. thing? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it'll be... That'd be pretty cool. They're marrying those two things. Like, if you play on the PC you, and you have an Xbox, you can just play the same if, games. If you buy games on the uh, Windows Store, you get the Xbox version. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like that's been a thing because that's how I. Like I, that. I mean, that's, that's kind of like I how they Killer Instinct. That's kind of the, how they've developed their whole like App Store thing, like the the Windows 10 Universal apps, where it's like it's something that's both on PC and on Xbox. Like um, XBMC, which is now called Cody, is is a um, still kind of in development but it is actually a windows universal app now and you can get it on your xbox in like a beta form it's like it's a little clunky but it's it's getting there you can yeah they're just i there's no way they make these two separate things i think it's just i think they'll do the net go the netflix route and be like you can activate game pass like either they'll strictly make it login focused or they'll say you only can have X amount of devices. Per, oh yeah, maybe 
thing like Netflix does. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Smart way to go about it, in my opinion. Yeah, I I definitely I like this a lot. I'll be, and if it if that is the case where you can both do it on PC and on Xbox, maybe I'll play some other games on the PC. Who knows? Um, so speaking, we talked about like gaming addiction earlier. Um, Google is now requiring app makers to to disclose loot box odds. Yeah, they've done this in other countries. Oh, have they already? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I think Germany. I just thought that everybody that like I thought that people just straight up pulled loot box games out of those countries. No, there have been a few countries that have enforced that they have to display odds, and a lot of games do. A lot of bigger games do. And okay. A lot of the times when a country, especially a big country that is a huge consumer of games, does pass some law, uh, companies just blanket it across their games. So, I mean, obviously they don't change things for certain regions. They're just like, okay, we if we're going to, once again, disclose odds in X region, it's just how the game is. The game displays odds innately, which most games do. Well, most big games. Yeah. So this one isn't specifically video game related, but if you are running Windows 7 and earlier as your operating system and not Windows 10, there is a security thing risk that has been found on Windows 7 and other previous versions called Blue Keep. Um, so there is a critical patch to download and fix that. And So if you're running an earlier version of Windows, go get that fix or else you are vulnerable. Um, it... Do it right now. Stop listening to the cast. <laughs> Go do that. It could potentially uh, grant hackers full remote access to your PC through Windows Remote Desktop Protocol. Funny you should mention this, um, which I should send this article to my friend. Uh, that happened to uh, not him, but someone he knows. Oh, really? Yeah, his, one of his family members, because he was like... he. He got called to go over and do computer stuff because he understands computers obviously better than his older relative. And he was mentioning, he mentioned to me that somebody was remote desktoping. So, wow. Yeah, he, he had mentioned that the mouse and it was like clicking on stuff and opening things. Oh, shit. So, that's scary. Yeah, I'll <laughs> mention this, maybe pass it his way. But yeah, they released a uh, patch uh, for it on May 14th. But they're saying only a small fraction of the vulnerable users have installed the up, the updates. Um, recent scans of Windows machines show that at least 922,000 vulnerable PCs remain unpatched. So if you're running an old version of Windows, go download this patch or else you're just you're asking for it. So next we have some Doom news. Well old doom so john romero made a new doom mod and it's great so he created this uh so first of all uh romero who is working on a new fps called black room stitched the project together in its spare time throughout 2017 and 2018 uh the result is an unofficial sequel to doom's fourth episode featuring nine new levels and music crafted by the eccentric guitarist buckethead sigil that's what this is called Sigil, okay. Sigil, it's a it's a megawad. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, people are saying it's really cool. There's like labyrinthy designs and maze. Um, just a lot of, a lot of fun if you like the classic Doom experience. 
So go download that and play it today. And I have one more article here. Uh, e- Nintendo's eBay storefront is discounting a number of refurbished 2DSs and 3DS models. So they're clearing out some old inventory. So if you want to, if you don't have one of those and want to get one, you can get them real cheap right now before they're gone, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they stopped production I mean, on them, right? I'm not sure, but I mean, honestly, I think you'd be throwing money away at this point. Just get a Switch. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I see it. Unless you really, really want to play some of those games. Yeah. But I think you're a little late to the party. I mean, some of them are real cheap. Like like a, um, the flat, like the 2DS that's just like this solid square style. Oh, like, like 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Okay, because I was like, they're, those are like regularly priced 100 Yeah. And are often on sale for like 70 and then, like, the other, like, the newer 2DS were the 2DS XL, show. yeah, uh, 99, but 99.99. I don't know I what mean, those price at normally, but... I think 150 or something like that. Sounds not as good, One, but... 125. Uh, I'm not really sure, but it's... Oh, you can buy a refurbished Nintendo Switch for 275 which is a whole whopping 20 bucks off of a new-ass Switch. It's just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you might as well buy a Switch at this point. I, yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't really own a 3DS of some kind, and at least that would want one. Yeah, I mean, we have one, and it doesn't really get touched that often, so <laughs> it's we just don't we don't live in an environment where that's a big thing. So it sucks because I I I love handheld gaming, and I love a lot of the games on the 3DS. But to be honest, I don't play my 3DS too too often. But the Switch I play in handheld all the time. Yeah. It's, it's the right size. Yeah, and I think that's different it's because too it's too big to be a portable device, though. But I yeah. Well, I mean, some I know a lot. There's a lot of people that do play it portable, but it's around the house. It's yeah. perfect. And and it is. It's a bigger. It's a big enough size to where you don't feel like if you're like a something like a 3ds. Like that's something you would want to play if you're on a long car ride, on a bus or train or plane, even. Like, that's something that feels better for that. But, like, if I'm at home, like, am I, do I really want to pull out my tiny little 3DS and play that when I could play something on the Xbox or PC or anything else that's not on a tiny screen? <laughs> I don't, like, that's one thing I don't, like, it's, if if you're out and about and want to play something that's a real game and not, like, some crappy tappy clicker game that like I would play on my phone then that's like that's what the 3DS is good for and in the states especially in rural areas you don't really yeah I mean have... we're not on mass transit of any kind yeah really. like if you go anywhere you're driving I mean so we're like not on a subway or yeah so like in Ubers or yeah it's not as much of a thing like there is some of it but it's not like you're not riding you're not riding a bus for an hour or an hour and a half to work and then another hour back home every day it's like if you have to drive that far for or if you're going that far for work chances are you're driving your own car and you like live an hour outside of town <laughs> or you live in town and it takes you 15 20 minutes to get to work so it's like you're not taking any sort of public transit like you, you have enough time to listen to like three or four songs on the radio before you get to work here i i listen to podcasts yeah same <laughs> but uh i think that about wraps it up for today unless no you i have, have i have a f- yo you, you have you, you didn't mark- mention oh that's right several things you didn't mention sorry i 
skip um, them. So. Celeste Chapter 9, the DLC. Oh, that's right. I had that on my list. Is to include over 100 levels. Oh, my God. It's a lot of levels. Just, I'm going to be playing Celeste until the end of time. That's 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 insane. D- d- so do you know where the end of the game? Is that Chapter 8 that Celeste leaves out on? Yeah. Or is it... Do you have to do anything else to get to Chapter 9? Like, do you have to beat the other stuff in the game? Do they say this that at all? doesn't really say. There's still no release date announced yet. Because um, that was the thing that they were... We do know that Chapter 9 will have no B-sides, as it's all a single continuous chapter. Oh, Jesus. There, so wait, w- there won't be any strawberries to collect either. There will be huh. new, new items and mechanics, though. So it's over 100 levels, but does that mean 100 screens? Not it doesn't really say it just says over a hundred levels will huh. be included. Probably a hundred screens would be safe to say. That's that's still that's a still lot. a lot though. That's kind of crazy. Um, I'm gonna be playing that game forever. <laughs> and is this the same update that they were talking about around like before their yes one year anniversary? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is that it's a free DLC. Still, it's not like a still paid in progress DLC or anything. Man, like, it would have been so cool if that came out on their year anniversary though. I'm sure that's what they're aiming for, to be honest, but I mean... It takes a while to perfect games. Quality over... Yes. I can be... I can fully support that ideology. the slapdash thing. Yes. That is an ideology I support in video games. Wait until it's ready. So then I noticed you also didn't mention the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC character announcements. Oh, that's right. I didn't put that one on the list. So at least the current ones announced. the f- The first one, Shang Tsung, who is I think now he's in the game. Yeah. As far as I know, but uh, these the the kind of the there was Sindel, Nightwolf, and the surprising one is Spawn. Spawn. And there's two other characters that they haven't announced yet. But a lot of people think the rumored one is that it's Ash. And recently, Bruce Campbell tweeted about about, about Mortal Kombat and how it's a good game. So, yeah. <laughs> subtle would, hints. I, I think that's subtle hints that Ash is going to be in Mortal Kombat. Um, and the other rumored one is uh, the Terminator. But th- those two aren't confirmed. It, it just, at least so far, once again, Shang Tsung, Sindel, Nightwolf, and Spawn, which is pretty cool. And probably a game that I you wouldn't care about got announced uh, and has a trailer. Uh, Gunvolt Chronicles, Luminous Avenger, EX, which is, which is IX. Oh, okay. So EX is how they say it. Really? Uh, That's how they're saying it? Yeah. Um, wow. It's just another game in the Gunvolt series. It looks real good. There is some... There's some stuff I find cringy about the Gunvolt series, but I mean, that's it's just extremely anime in a way that's sometimes a bit like you could dial it back a little bit, but I'm sure I'm sure some of that is probably why it sells as well as it does. Yeah. But it's kind of a Mega Man adjacent. Some say this is basically the new Mega Man in some respects. Um, but I like the Gunvolt game, so I'll be picking that up when it launches. Um, which has a September 26th release date for PS4, Switch, and PC, but it's an Indie Creates game. And this being the most latest news that GameStop's internal systems added 21 untitled Switch SKUs. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of Twitch or Switch, of Switch SKUs. Twitch, I don't know why I said Twitch. Um, it's late. It's like one in the morning and I'm sped. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot of skews. There's 
probably you know and i wouldn't some of these are probably collector's editions of games so probably multiple SKUs for the that's, same game yeah that's true like considering some, some games even have like three i think one of these SKUs. was priced at 200 dollars. so yeah so that's that got to be a collector's edition of some sense. kind but no that's just the uh season pass of a game and I think there were there was also several uh, like I think twenty three that were for PlayStation that also are out there. Wow. Um, and Xbox surprisingly had the lowest, but there's also a number huh. of Xbox ones. And I I only find that a little sh- shocking because Xbox oh, yeah, the, is going hard at E three. Yeah, that was, that was another thing Sony's I forgot to. Not really at E three, so yeah, that was the other thing I I, I was going to mention that. I think I read that Xbox was going to be talking about 14 games at EA this year, or E3 this year. Yes. That's crazy. I mean... They're going hard. Like I said, I think we'll see a lot of games announced that are future projects or games in the works by all their studios that are maybe for the next Xbox and not so much current generation. But in any case... I have a question. So if... The season pass thing has been a thing for a while. Have how many games have done multiple seasons with those well, lots passes? Lots of games. Lots of games. I always feel. I feel like I hear about like a season pass for a game, but then like the next game is coming out the next year, so it's like you're just buying the season pass for like to get whatever comes out that year, but then you're buying the next new game the next year. That is the case with a lot of games, but you clearly don't play fighting games where oh, that's yeah. where it happens the most. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, obviously I don't play fighting games. <laughs> I assume Mortal Kombat. The only will fighting have game I care season pass. The only fighting game I care about is Tekken because it has bowling. That's <laughs> the only yeah, te- thing I care about. <laughs> Tekken has two season passes. Okay, Tekken Seven had two season passes, and uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z or Fighters has a two season passes. Okay. I always feel like I always hear just about like one season pass and never hear about like season Street, two. Street Fighter Five has three currently. They should do there's, five. There's rumor that there's a fourth. They should do five. They might because the plan for that game was that it's they're going to stick with Street Fighter Five for ten years is what they said. That's a long time to stick with a single game. I mean, because they've already kind of gone against this in some way is. Essentially, that instead of doing like Street Fighter Ultimate, they're doing like the that it's just game, one like continuously updating Street Fighter. But I say they kind of went against this a bit because they did release Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Oh yeah. Despite the fact that it's if you own base Street Fighter Five, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just that the Arcade Edition came with uh, the first season pass plus like a bunch of other stuff. So we're, that was you like the free story mode was just on the disc and all this stuff. Were people calling them crazy for saying they want to stick with the game for ten years because like people like scoff at like a cons a ten year console cycle, but like a ten year single game cons cycle. It's I I don't know I. Then again, like see, something it's, like it's, I think I think it's reasonable in all honesty because I think fighting games and especially something like Street Fighter has the potential and to have the longevity that like MOBA games have okay the only problem is saying the way Street Fighter launched that it was very light on content and I mean there's a plethora of problems with Street Fighter yeah so well at least Street Fighter 5 so (laughs) I think saying that they're supporting that game for 10 years is a little bit lofty at, at first but we'll see we'll see if that comes to be 
Because they have yet to announce a season pass four. Hmm. But do we hear anything at? We'll do see. you think you hear anything at E three about it? Possibly. Guess we'll find C- out. I'm sure Capcom will announce stuff. It's in like what two weeks now? Yes, but they will. I'm sure we'll. Capcom's got to have a lot of fingers and a lot of pies since they've had a lot of games already released. They've had a few things announced, um, at least in terms of DLC. There was that Monster Hunter DLC that's coming. So, but you, if you think that two of their big projects came out already, so Resident Evil, two, re, well, Remake 2 came out early this year, and then Double May Cry 5 came out in March. So they got to have stuff in the works. <laughs> like maybe Resident Evil 8 gets shown. Maybe uh, Resident or, or a remake for Nemesis gets shown in some capacity. Maybe more Monster Hunter. Maybe, uh, what, what was the game? Uh, crap i forgot the name of the game but the the uh alien monster hunter where the, where you have guns and stuff oh shit i think they might make a new one of those as potential i know what you're talking about but i forgot the name too maybe new ips that uh, capcom's maybe a new uh, they said if mega man 11 and uh the mega man x collection as well as the mega man collection sold well they would do a mega man x like a new mega man x hmm like they did with Mega Man 11, and those games did well. Obviously, I, I mentioned before that they they released the Onimusha HD remaster, for lack of a better word, but maybe new Onimusha? Hmm. They've got to have something. Something. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Capcom, I, I think... Um, sorry. Speaking of Capcom, I think it was like an, a hard drive article. I think I sent it to you. It was like exhausted Avengers defeated by Capcom in Avengers Endgame post credit scene. <laughs> this is a Capcom versus Marvel. <laughs> yeah. That's good shit. But anyway, these uh with the, all these Nintendo SKUs, um like the, the I'm not surprised though I do think I you know just gambling right now a lot of these SKUs might be once again more ports I, I yeah, think we're gonna be. see more ports I mean we do know that uh well I say no but it's just heavily rumored and there's been a lot of like support behind these rumors that the Metroid Prime trilogy is already done and getting ported to Switch but I think they're waiting for a more opportune time to line it up a little better with releases or announcements for metro prime 4 i'm curious if we'll see a new trailer for metro prime 4 and since obviously they've kind of scrapped development and restarted a bit and yeah so maybe we'll see that um i honestly think we'll see bayonetta 3 so i think that bayonetta 3 will get a release date of some kind or tentative release date which may be one of these skews since they Last time they sense. showed Bayonetta 3 in quotes, it was just a logo. They didn't show <laughs> anything else. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that wraps it up. I just wanted to mention those things. All right. So that brings us to the end of the podcast. So uh, once again, don't forget to uh, go to our website, lookgamingarena.com, where you can also find a link to our Discord, which is, of course, chat.litgamingarena.com. That brings you directly to our Discord. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we are Lit Gaming Arena on all those except on Facebook. You add a CO to the end of that because we don't have the, the Facebook sucks basically. So we don't have Lit Gaming Arena on Facebook. But that's going to 
conclude the show. So we will see you guys back here again next week. around and wonder what the fuck we're doing <laughs> look in bewilderment <laughs> look at me you look at me I, we should really Be get like one of the afraid. we should get like a red light for uh, our porch light and so like do recording in progress <laughs> on the air Bing. is this too close no this is good this, good this is about good. how it usually sounds That's hello it. and welcome to the dark carnival maybe down a little bit let me try that Hello and welcome to the Dark Carnival. Yeah, that should be good. There we Look go. At this dog. That dog. Hey, I'm Bathtub McGee. Oh wait, I'm not bathtub mode anymore. I'm in space.